If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Something called Team LeBron apparently won the NBA All-Star game. I, I don't know if that's the east or the west or somewhere in the middle. I'm not sure, but they they had what they called the All-Star game in Los Angeles. No one will be talking about the All-Star game because something else took the headlines away from that. Welcome in the beginning of another week of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live. From the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Uh, The NBA in cahoots with their partners at Nike uh, came up with this highfalutin format. The abomination that is the NBA All-Star Game continues. The 
captain format, but it's all secretive how they pick the teams. I guess that's going to be changing there. And uh, Now, if, you, if you're in the tank for the NBA, you're going to say, man, that was a great game. You had some defense. You had a dramatic finish. You had LeBron James taking over at the end. That's proof. It worked. The new format worked. There's one problem with that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not there. Uh, it, it, the the atmosphere. Now, I was not at the All Star Game, uh, and I'm not upset by that. Some people were sending me pictures from the All Star Game. I was like, eh, this is maybe I'm I'm at the point now. I just I don't I'm I'm not into it. Uh, but I I wasn't. I watched it, but I was like, eh. It it looked from television like the the arena, the atmosphere at Staples Center was similar to the L.A. County Morgue. Uh, in the arena. It was just it didn't seem like there was that much excitement. There was that much buzz there. Uh, but the story here is not the All-Star game. The story is not the All-Star game. We often talk about the you know, things that you remember from from sporting events, the things that stand out, right, that turning point, that moment which stands out, which will be remembered, the, the Waterloo moment, if you will, of an event and in this particular night of festivities here, with the All-Star game, it is not the game itself. And, yeah, there was a little defense played fine. LeBron James made some plays at the end. He's the MVP. Woo-hoo-hoo. Uh, but it's the NBA marketing department that gets the kudos on this. Now, if you were not watching at the very beginning of the festivities there, you might have missed this. And most would say consider yourself lucky. I say no. It was one of the the most uh, – how do I just – it was like a bad, bad, uh, quick-to-video, quick-to-direct, uh, you know, to your, your streaming service uh, movie from Hollywood. You know how they turn out those movies that go right to Netflix and Amazon Prime and all that? That's what the NBA's pregame all-star lead-up felt like. You had Kevin Hart, Rob Riggle, Queen Latifah, they all got together. It was mostly Kevin Hart and then Rob Riggle. Uh, and it was the uh, one of the, the big gala events of the All-Star festivities. You had Jamie Foxx dressed as a cowboy rapping about basketball, which I, I always wanted to see in my life. I don't know about you, but that's something I can check off my bucket list. You had Rob Riggle coach Kevin Hart, who's the size, well, he's the size of a, a schoolyard rat. Uh, I mean, he's a little guy. Uh, so you had that. Uh, Adam Devine and Queen Latifah there, they, I guess it was they were turned steel workers because when you think steel workers, you think of those two, right? You think that they're, they're going to work iron or something like that. And it was just a hot mess. It, it morphed into like a bad off-Broadway musical. <laughs> so this, all of this took place. And, and then that led up. To, we, we thought that was – and then the National Anthem came around and, and it was Fergie. For the national anthem, and that's a whole different animal there. That's a whole different situation. So I wanted to get into this. Let's talk about it. Now, the question is, what did you make? Forget the All-Star game. I'm not going to even remember they played an All-Star game. I want to talk about the smoke show that was, and when I say smoke show, I mean they had, like, smoke. I'm talking about the All-Star pregame festivities. All right? Now, my thoughts on this. I'm going to go against the norm here because I I had an epiphany when I was driving in and I realized that no one else at the company is working today because it's President's Day and I'm I'm here. Uh, So but but when I was driving in, I was like, you know, this is actually a really good thing. 
Right. So my thoughts on the All Star uh, Night. Uh, it, it so bad it's good, memorable, and gong show. You've got those those three elements that are in play. All right now, number one, the the people that run the NBA marketing arm, you would think are going to be called into the principal's office. Right, that that's going to happen. Maybe not on Monday. Maybe it's Tuesday. Maybe it's Wednesday. By the end of the week, there'll there'll be some high profile meetings that will take place in a boardroom in Midtown Manhattan, right? And, and it, it, it's something that happens a lot when people enter the L.A. area. They think, well, well, in L.A., the NBA marketing people are in New York. They're like, well, we're in L.A. Why, we we got to be like Hollywood. We got to be like Hollywood. We got to go for it. But Kevin Hart and Rob Riggle engineered one of the great poop shows of any sporting event I've ever seen. Uh, it was 45 minutes of – you couldn't turn away. It was it was so bad that it was good, right? It was so bad that it was. I, I often tell the bosses here at Fox Sports Radio, I'm like, well, this, the show part of the show is it's so bad it's it's actually good. I got into a huge fight with a guy I used to work with in radio over the weekend because he he says uh, he says you should only stick to sports. You should only talk straight sports. And I said, and this is somebody that I used to work with in radio. I said, listen. All right. Uh, that's we do sports radio. That's that's where we start. We the basis of the show is sports radio, uh, but it's not 1987 anymore, and we're not. That's not how the business works. People want to be entertained. They don't want to hear people reading box scores or Mike Francesa reading the Yankees starting lineup that day. Uh, anyway, so but but again, so bad it's good, right? So bad it's good, and it was. If you are, if you if you're watching, if you're in the arena, I would think that would be like a torturous, like I can't believe I'm actually watching this. Now all of that tied together here, this is the moment that you're going to remember, right? You know, you talk about going to different sporting events and the the thing that you remember, right? We we often point out that your brain will consistently remember only two things about a sporting event: the emotional peak. And the end of the game. Like, for example, this All-Star game, you say, well, the, whatever team LeBron is, whatever that is, won. And then you'll remember that Kevin Hart, and you might not remember Queen Latifah. You might not remember Rob Riggle. You'll remember Kevin Hart, that all of this was part of the, the pregame extravaganza. That, that, that is as memorable. That was the emotional peak. <laughs> that was that was the moment right there. That's the the watershed moment, if you will, of the NBA All Star Game. And number two, just just when it seemed like the festivities had ended, like okay, everything calmed down now. The, the national anthem, they had the Canadian national anthem, uh, and then the U.S. national anthem, and here comes Fergie. Here comes Fergie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it was, what, what's the term? Cascading failure? I believe that's a term. I think that would apply to the NBA All-Star pregame festivities. But again, so bad it was good. So bad it was good. Fergie performed a national anthem for the ages. Now, those that are saying Fergie performed the worst rendition ever of a national anthem are, are wrong. They are wrong. In fact, that's not even in the top two worst national anthem performances of all time. Shout out Roseanne Barr. At a Padre game, that went very well when she oh! grabbed her crotch at a Padre game back in, I think that was like 1990, man. 
uh, before my time. I saw it on YouTube. And then another one from years ago, Carl Lewis at a New Jersey Nets game. I believe it was a Nets game against the Chicago Bulls. And uh, it was, I think, one of the drops that we play, I think, is from that. Uh, when he, he says, uh-oh, when he says, uh-oh, I think that's from the Carl Lewis. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that's from the Carl Lewis National Anthem disaster back in the early 90s. So, so th- listen, there was a lot of things that were unfunny. People think they're funny. They're not funny. I, I believe Kevin Hart's funny. I wouldn't know it from that particular performance. And there was a lot of cringeworthy stuff, you know. Like I said, I never thought I would see Jamie Foxx wearing you know the cowboy outfit, rapping about basketball. And the Rockets. Oh. Red, red. Carl Lewis. Uh-oh. Yeah, oh, that's it. That's the auto. That's the auto. That we- Play it again. That's- you want to know where the sound bites come from? Right there. Carl Effin Lewis. That was 1993, and we still play it here today. And the Rockets. Red, red. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's great. That is awesome. And, and Fergie, uh, on her national anthem, at the very end, when she said, like, let's play basketball, that's that's going to be the drop from this. She did, like, a sexy uh, happy birthday-style <laughs> national anthem. Like, her whole thing <laughs> it was very bizarre. Uh, I'm not saying she was drunk. I'm saying it sounded like she was drunk. I, I don't know. Maybe she wasn't drunk. I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> Stand up now. They're going to have a meeting at the United Nations over this. Actually, they're gonna, for some reason, they're going to have a meeting at the United Nations. I don't know if we have the end of it, where she said, let's play some basketball or something like that. That'll be the drop. That'll be the drop. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, that, that's, yeah, that's this version of the, the Carl Lewis thing uh, from, from back in the day. Uh, so, hey, again, uh, my position on this, the NBA All-Star festivities, so bad, they became good. Right? It was cascading failure. You needed the gong show to come in there and gong some of these people off. And uh, it was just just absolutely wonderful uh, in all the wrong ways. In all, all the horrible ways, it was just absolutely great. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. I'm told it is a, a, a holiday. It's a company holiday, which means another day with the trash piling up. The smell of feces everywhere here in the building, so I look forward to that. Uh, and I do. I'm looking right next to me. There's a big trash can. The animals that work here. Y- you'd think you could do a three or four hour radio show without eating uh, a meal, uh, but but no. And if you're gonna eat a meal, like I got I got a little snack I brought here. You know what I do? I take the trash. I put it in the back. That's what I do. Not these uh, animals that work here. These undomesticated beasts here that just throw the stuff all over the place. Garbage. It's terrible. Want to bring some lighter fluid and just light the pile of trash on fire. But anyway, uh, Corporate Eddie is away, so we have in his place. Let's see here. Let's play. Let's play. Uh, we don't call them update anchors. Let's play. Uh, what do we call them now? Trending anchors? Is that what we call them? Let's spin the wheel. All right, let's spin the wheel. Who is it? Let's see here. Now, most of these guys, once they work with me, they leave the business. Guys like Drew Belzer, guys like that, they just leave the business. Sam Farmer, uh, he not even work here anymore. I mean, all these guys just they leave. They can't handle working the overnight shift. There's one guy, though, that – He's just a glutton for punishment, and he comes in here, 
and he's our punching bag. Uh, that's uh, that's a man. Is he? Is it Ralph? Is it Ralph? Let me see here. Spin the wheel. Is it Ralph? Let's find Cruising out. Cruising down the street in my six four. Oh man, the dulcet tones of Ralph Irvin, a man about a, a man about town, a Renaissance man, and occasionally he talks into a microphone. He gets paid for it, not much, but he gets paid a little bit. You know, minimum wage. The fun part is Ben that I give as good as I get from you. Well, are you going to stay in your in your little room over there? Because you've been harassing me when you come in here. You you going to you going to stay in your little space over there? You're going to come harass me. What's going to happen? Yeah, of course, I'm going to come harass. Well, no, you. no, because I I have to. I need focus here. I've got a plan. I've I got a master plan on how I want to do this, Ralph. And I do not need any interruptions. Very important here. I'm doing God's work. Talking about sports on the radio. Would or you like to spin the wheel again? Yeah, spin the wheel. Can we get? A, let's see here. All right, big money, big money, big money, big money, big money. Yeah, let's see here. We're doing the trending update wheel here on a holiday because corporate Eddie's away. Ooh, I can't. My eyes. I don't have my glasses. What, what does it say there, Danny? What's it? Uh... Take a knee, my ass. Oh, <laughs> it's still rough. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Ralph, 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 Ralphie boy. Yes, sir. Yes, there it is. Okay, and you you work here other than this show, right? You're because Eddie takes every corporate holiday off, but other than that, you do other shows, yes. I'm a broadcast professional. That's a lie, but will you do other shows? Yes, of course. Okay, that's very exciting there. And with the life and times of Ralph, this is boring radio, so we'll press on. Uh, <laughs> if you want to be part, the number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. And uh, those that love LeBron James, he just won his third career NBA All-Star Game MVP. He's now tied with Michael Jordan. You see? He's even with Michael (laughs) Jordan. Did you see how mad he got when he didn't get that call when the ball rolled oh, out of bounds? He's LeBron, off of the, yeah, he's LeBron James. He was Come pissed on, at the he's end. Very, that game was real, Ben. That's is real. It's, and and as back, real as it gets. Back to Fergie really quick. I knew it was trouble when she kind of did the – she sauntered up to the <laughs> – Yeah, she did the, the mic. The walk. She did like an Axl Rose now walk what, up to the mic. What if – how about this one? If one of the NBA players or coaches had pulled a Mo Cheeks <laughs> and gone over to help her, right? Wouldn't uh, that have been – that would be even so, a better story. Like if, I don't know, Russell Westbrook had walked over and said, let me help you out here. At one point, the camera showed Draymond Green laughing at the National Anthem <laughs> yeah. and Steph Curry uh, smiling and laughing at what was going on. I want to know what Fergie was doing before the National oh, Anthem. Man. That's what I want to know. I want to know where she was hanging out. She That's was doing she... some old school, old school Ella Fitzgerald drugs because she was doing her best <laughs> broke Ella Fitzgerald impersonation. It was, uh, it was so weird. It was awkward, uh, but but again, wonderful. Uh, people are gonna trash it. People are ripping it apart. That's what you're gonna remember. You're gonna remember more that and and uh, Kevin Hart doing jokes that people didn't laugh at, <laughs> like making a lot of the players uncomfortable. All right, that's uh, the Ben Mather Show and you financial motivation, financial motivation. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. On the Ben Mather Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of microblogging website. Simply follow Ben on Twitter, at Ben Maller, or follow me, Ralph Irvin, at Ralph Irvin FSR. Cruising down the street in my 6-4. Now, back to more with Big Ben. <laughs> what the hell was that? 
that, Ralph? <laughs> what, the, what are you, Fergie? <laughs> Jesus, you had one job. You had hey, one hey, job. Ralph, really quick, you got to say, f- from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Ralph? From the Geico Fox Sports <laughs> Radio Studios that's not on the script. I was handed two <laughs> seconds before I was supposed to read it. It's okay. All right. okay. R- Ralph, much like me, is a trained <laughs> seal, uh, although he will not necessarily read whatever's in front of him. He'll read a version of whatever's in front of him. Ernie in Michigan writes, and he says, you're right, Ben. We don't need an episode of This Is Your Life. Ralph Michael Irvin is what he uh, he says there. <laughs> a lot of... A lot of interesting. Uh, Chris says uh, hour two should be scrapped in place of an hour of a Ralph biography story, life and times of Ralph. Ernie should work on how to spell Michael and Irvin. Can we? When are you taping? When are you leaving? Are you leaving like next? This is your only hour live, right? Then you're going to leave after that. Is that right? Then it's nap time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, will Donald Trump tweet about Fergie at the All Star Game national anthem? Yes or no? Eh, let's see. I I I'm gonna go no, because he he's I just don't think he's gonna he's gonna do it because I, I'll tell you why he was watching 60 Minutes last night. He tweeted about Oprah, so he's already tweeted about Oprah. So he can say, hey, I wasn't watching the All Star game. I was watching 60 Minutes. I guess on the East Coast though, it airs before the the All Star game. So I love the poorly educated. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, here's one from Jerry. He says, Ben, the Barnum and Bailey All Star game was a classic. Fergie was so bad that even Colin Kaepernick stood up and saluted the flag. <laughs> oh, that was great. Ben, I never <laughs> I never would have thought in a million years that Chuck the Condor would do better on the oh, big stage. I, hey, hey, Chuck, you're right. <laughs> Chuck was there. My man Chuck. He was getting down yeah, to uh, he NERD. Was, he, was, he was having a good old time there. <laughs> uh, Roseanne did tweet. Uh, thanks to a, a listener that pointed this out. I, for some reason, I don't follow Roseanne Barr. I don't know why I don't follow Roseanne Barr, but Tequila Man does, does follow Roseanne Barr, and uh, according to Roseanne, her official Twitter account, she said, who saw Fergie's national anthem performance at the All-Star Game? I think mine was better low-key, <laughs> she says. Now, for, I don't know. Did Fergie grab her crotch like Roseanne? I don't think she did. I don't think there was any crack... Uh, any of that area was uh, was grabbed. I don't think that happened. All right, to the phones we go, 877-99 on Fox. If you would like to be part, we'll also get to the financial motivation in a moment. But here's a name, a blast from the past. Jed, who fled, is on the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Hello, Jed. Hey, what's going on, dude? Man, I've been having to do this 9 to 5 type stuff lately. But, hey, boo, I've been having to do Absolutely, dude. I miss the early nights, dude, because if, if your name rhymes with bonus rocks, dude, and, and I hear you on the weekends, and he's, he's a travesty, dude. He doesn't deserve your time slot. But uh, on the positive things, as of a week and a half ago, man, I'm a, the public address announcer for a local JUCO softball team. And it's funny, today's National Anthem was sung by one of the players, dude. <laughs> and she had feedback just come out of nowhere mid-song and just pretty much panicked. And so... It wasn't, it wasn't Fergie. I have no idea what happened there. All right, so we're now breaking down a local 
This is community college? Is that what we're breaking down? Local community college? I was college? just trying to, like, welcome. Basically, I was giving you the opportunity to welcome me to the professional yeah. broadcasting world. Well, and are you adding razzle-dazzle when you're the PA guy? You don't want to be by-the-book PA guy. You want to you want to stand out, right? Yeah, dude, I'm like William Faulkner, like, stream of yeah. consciousness type on the mic, dude. There, like, there, there are very few PA people that you know. Like, the guy that used to do the Yankees, number two, Jeter, Derek, Jeter, like that that guy. Well, you know that guy. And the, the old Madison that Square Garden. Hold my job, well, he's bro. dead now. But the, the guy at Madison Square Garden who did, you know, Patrick Ewing. I remember that. Yeah, but there's a lot did. of these it's, guys. It's the, guy, the guy I that does. Trade, uh, dude. That's what I need. Well, you need. It's, a, it's more of a cadence. Like, it's a cadence, a way you deliver the names. I'd be a really good PA guy. Uh, what about the guy that does the Pistons? Is he still there, the guy, the big boisterous guy that does the Pistons? I don't know. Who I don't believe it or not, Ben, I'm not well-versed in the PA. You're a PA guy. You're a PA guy, Jed. You're a PA guy. You're supposed to know what other PA guys. you got to know the business. You want to move up the ranks. You want to move up the totem pole of ben, PA people. I don't, Ben, I've, I'll drop your name, dude, and doors open like I'm That's a good Donald point. Trump. That is so. correct. Yes, hey, opportunities well, and, then I'm, and I'm like, have you heard about Saddleback? And then, yeah. I mean, and that, that gets me yeah. into, like, the well, snake, the skull the, and crossbone society. It's the Harvard uh, It's the Harvard of community colleges. It is, and it's, it's just marvelous. And yeah. you're part of the, uh, you know, the Illuminati when yeah. you go there. Yes. I hold up triangles everywhere I go, dude, just so you know. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. real quickly, Ben, I'm going to give you a shout-out. The, the last game this year, I'm, dude, I'm just going to blast you all over the mic. But so. Yeah. Hell hey, you know, you should do that. Dude, at ha- at ha- no, no, at halftime, here's what you should do. You say this halftime brought to you by the Ben Maller Show. You can hear it overnight. It's on well, the radio. The, the, yeah. the, game, the sport of softball doesn't have a halftime. Oh, that's if you're a good not point. up to date on it. That's a good point. Uh, I thought yeah, For some yeah. reason, I thought you were doing basketball. For some and plus, girls' sports suck. They don't even, that's a seven inning game, so they don't even do the seventh inning shit. No, no. How about this? Ben, ben, ben hey, Maller, a, uh, all right, get out. A big supporter of women's athletics, the Ben Maller Show, encourages you to listen overnights. Right? That could no. We'll work on that. Yeah. All right, we're gonna work on that. All right. We'll have the uh, financial motivation and all-star fashion. Two things that are very important to the average consumer of late-night sports radio on a holiday weekend. We'll get to all that. But first, Ralphie Boy is here with the latest. Ralph. Well, thank you very much, Ben. And we do have reports with the NBA All-Star Game. I guess we'll start with the fact that. Team LeBron won over Team Steph, 148-145. LeBron Did they cover James. the spread? Did they cover the spread? I have no clue. Okay. I'll check. All I know is LeBron James was MVP again. Yeah. 29 points. He tied scores. Jordan. He's as good as Jordan. That proves it. And he was fourth best on his team in plus minus. So how's that yeah, working out for him? That's pretty good. Let me Hold on. I'm checking. Ooh. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute. Le- team LeBron covered by a half a point. Big. Big, 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 big. And you wonder why they were playing hard defense on the last Ooh, possession. Interesting. A half point cover. It was two and a half. And they covered it, yeah. He's trash. Meanwhile, Meredith Minkow, who works with the Bleacher Report, is reporting. Oh. Meredith Minkow. No idea who that is. She's social media with the Bleacher Report. The point Never heard of them. Is yeah. she reported that Jimmy Butler is so hungover that he said, no, nah, I'll sit this one out in the All-Star game. Yeah, more on that coming up. She did work with the Minnesota Timberwolves, so probably has a... Was she out drinking with Jimmy Butler? Well, you know, the L.A. Light yeah. nightlife is a pretty good record these days. Yeah. Charles Barkley, didn't. after the dunk contest, he didn't even go on because he was out boozing it up, apparently. Allegedly, that's what somebody told me. I don't know if it's true or not. Well, when no. it's with Charles, it's it's either legendary I'm sure Charles, or legendary. Charles didn't have a drink at all, I'm sure. No. He's a no, teetotaler. No. Nor a cigar. 
Exactly. Meanwhile, news from the Olympics where Russian curler Alexander Krushelnitsky. Oh, we're doing Russian been, curling? Right. He's been formally charged with doping after his oh. B sample tested positive for meldonium, which is banned by the World Anti-Doping Agency I'm in more of an A side guy than a B side guy. Well, like his, A-side. His, his A sample tested positive first. Okay. All right. This was the follow-up to that. Throw so him yes, out of the Olympics. He won bronze in the mixed doubles curling event, competing with his yeah. wife, Anastasia. He's now going to be playing the outfield for the San Francisco Giants this season. It's amazing. They're going to sign him. He'll be in the outfield. Well, you know, number 25. No, that, that's going to be retired. Oh, Sorry. okay. Sorry, that's not no longer available. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. One big game in the top 25 is number 19, Wichita State upset number 5, Cincinnati 76-74. That ends the Bearcats' 39-game home win streak. All right, there it is. Uh, Ralph with the latest Ralph Irvin there. Thank you for that. Uh, I can't really add on to that. Can't touch that up. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free Rate quote. Now, one of the changes to the All-Star game, other than Team LeBron and Team Stefan, which should have been Team Curry, why didn't they go Team Curry? I would have gone Team Curry. I would have gone Team LeBron versus Team Curry. Is it because they used LeBron's first name? They had to use uh, Stefan's first name? Stupid. Anyway, so they, the financial motivation for the All-Star game, the goal was to get competition, right? You want competition in the All-Star game. So they... They tweaked it where the team that won the All-Star game, in this case Team LeBron, got a $100,000 bonus this year, $100,000. The loser got $25,000. So it's a $75,000 difference. The problem problem is this. Among the All-Star participants, right, the starters in the All-Star game, you want to take a guess how many of the All-Star starters actually earned less than $100,000 per game this regular season? The answer is one. One. And that guy, Joel Embiid, makes $74,000 per game. Per game. Whether he plays or not, whether he's getting rest, he makes seventy-four grand a game. So uh, I'm, a, I'm an answers guy. I, you got a problem, I got the answer for you. So here's what the NBA needs to do. I figured this out. Another great moment in sports radio. Let me help out Adam Silver, the spineless jellyfish commissioner of the NBA. Here's what you do, okay? It's going to take some creative scheduling. But the winning team in the All-Star game get an extra seven days off in the second half of the season, okay? So if you're – and that obviously benefits all the other teams as well, uh, You know, the, the, the teammates of the All-Stars. But the way it would work, now you'd have to tweak the schedule after the All-Star game, but all of those guys, you would adjust the schedule and they'd all get an extra week rest before the playoffs begin. You'd work in seven extra days of rest before the postseason. Now tell me that's not going to be a bloodbath, bloody knuckles basketball at the All-Star game if LeBron James knows if he wins, he gets an extra seven days off after the All-Star break, in addition to the time off at the All-Star break. Is this not a great idea? Should I not be in charge of the NBA rules? This is motivation. The guys already have more money than they can spend. Forget the money element. Time off. Rest. 
holiday. Are you going to throw in a banana boat? Yes, I will, and a banana hammock. Yes, for every player, they get a banana hammock. The whole thing. Right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. If you would like to be part, and back to the phones we go. He's a former caller of the year. He hangs out in New York City. He doesn't want to meet me, even though I'll be in the New York City area in a short period of time. We welcome in Real Talk. Boom, 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 boom. All these people talking all this stuff about Ben. Why won't they just let Ben live? Tell me why Ben don't need permission. He makes his own decision. That's Ben's prerogative. Boom, Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's how you enter a radio show, right there. I don't know. That's an example. You want to get to the level of rarefied air uh, where real boom. talk hangs out, you got to bring the uh, entertainment boom. vibe. You were more entertaining than Kevin Hart introducing the NBA All-Stars. Congratulations. <laughs> and I got a better voice than Fergie, and I'm on my feet. I didn't fall a fall on my ass. Feel me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. Absolutely. Hey, man, yeah, you know, it's funny. I, 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 didn't, I forgot Cincinnati lost it. That's like three losses in a row for Cincinnati. What the hell is happening? All these other teams are losing, and St. John's is winning, baby. You feel me? <laughs> oh, look, you got St. John's fever. Forget all the – forget the losses stacked up early in the year. No, no, no. You can make up for that. Cinderella. Chris Mullen is a god. Chris Mullen is real – Carnacetic re- reborn, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll we'll overlook hey, the record. Yes. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, so, just what I was thinking, Matt. You know, uh, I got to put one of your callers on blast. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because it needs to be said. Because your your boy Weedman Hippie. I, I was thinking about this, and I don't really got a problem with him. But this needs to be said. I think Weedman Hippie needs to own up to the fact that, like he says all the time, that people are equal and he loves everybody. And he doesn't think he's better than anyone else. But I've noticed sometimes when I call you later on, like around five or four, the lines are was busy. And you know what? You know that why that is, right? Why is that? Because Weedman Hippie is occupying one of the lines. Oh. He, tra- he yeah. takes your he takes your he takes your six line show and turns it into a five line show. I- interesting. Now, yeah. If he wants to do that, that's his business. But he needs to own up and say he's an elitist. He's more superior. He he believes he deserves special privileges other than other people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's if, a fair point. I mean, that you are if he right. Was one of us, yeah. If he was one of us, he would talk, state his business, and if he felt he had something else to say, he'd hang up, call, yeah. go right back into the rotation like every other caller does. You yeah, feel but, me? You know, it's elementary school. Give everyone an opportunity. Everyone gets mm-hmm, a chance mm-hmm. to participate mm-hmm. and all that. Interesting. I will bring that up to Weedman. Would you like me to bring that up to him right now? I can, no, no. no see, I don't right need Weedman okay. right. to have a good call. I, I got you. Do, I can, yeah. My calls are good all along. We man, if he needs you yeah. to be his straight man, and he needs serious Sean to build his jokes up and yeah. make it funny. Like we man, if he's funny because if you keep him on long enough, he's eventually gonna throw something against the wall, and yeah. that'll be funny. And I'll tell you another thing, Ben. The only real reason we man, if he won call of the year is because I got all the we hate blind Scott, we hate blind Scott votes. Blind Scott, he got all the we hate real talk votes. Tammy got the bimbo vote. And uh, we may have to that we might as well vote for somebody's vote, and that's why he won. 
Real so, talk. So you, you broke down, you did an analysis, a mm-hmm. thorough analysis of the voting, and that's what you determined. Yes, now, real talk. Now, what about the rumor that's out there? Because I had mentioned that I'm going to be in the New York area soon. I got an event <laughs> I have to go to, and you kind of backed away from from a meet and greet situation. There, there are people thinking that you're actually catfishing me, and that well, you I, live in like Salt Lake City, and you uh-huh. don't live in New York at all. How do you respond to this? Well, it it could be true. I mean, there's really no way to prove I'm from. I, I tell you where I'm from. But there's no way to prove whether I'm whether I'm telling the truth or not, man. Yeah, that would be one of the great catfish. If if like you're really like you know Bill from Salt Lake City or something like I that, mean, that would be awesome. I would. I'm I kinda, in Montana. I kind of. I'm in Montana with Tammy. Yeah, you're, 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 you're biting me like seafood, baby. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, all right. Thank you. Go away. There you. There you go. There's. Uh, all right. There. There goes William in Wichita. <laughs> what state do we think Real Talk's actually from? Like he. Claims he's in the New York City area, but like, where, where do we think he's? Like, if you were to guess, Jersey. Nah, Jersey. Eh. I could see maybe like, how about this? How about Minnesota, St. Paul, Minnesota? Like, he's actually he's a K fan listener, and he just happens to pretend like he's in New York. All right, we will get. We have the NHL Puckham. You're gonna get a lot of NHL Puckham, which will be really good. Man, is that gonna be good? Unless it's not. We also have all-star fashion. We'll get to that. Here's the Who Am I game. Here we go. I am a college football Hall of Famer. I was the 12th pick in the NFL draft the year I came out of college. But yet, I had just a 4-17 and record in the NFL. And I uh, was a complete failure. I also failed as a head college football coach. I went 9-27 and as a college football head coach. Who am I? Again, I was a college football Hall of Famer as a player. I was the 12th pick in the draft as a quarterback. I went 4-17, and a complete failure in the NFL. I also was a complete failure as a coach, going 9-27 and as a head coach in college football. Who am I? The answer, next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of your closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page at Ben Maller Show on Facebook. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios and the continued ranting and ravings of Ben Maller. The great thing about you, Ralph, it does not sound like you're reading. You're reading, but it does not sound like you're reading, and I Uh love that about you. That's really cool. That's a skill. A lot of people in broadcasting, it sounds like they're reading when they're reading, but with you, you're reading, but no one could detect that you're reading off a piece of paper. That's a good job by you, Ralph. And in three, two, one, I'm sure you're not reading either. <laughs> I'm not reading at all. No, why would I do that? I don't believe in reading. It's radio. It's not reading. It's radio, right? It's not books on tape. We're doing a radio show. That's how we That's how we do it here. All right, here's the Who Am I game. Here we go. I am a college football Hall of Famer. I was the 12th pick in the draft. I had just a 4-17 and 17 record. In the, in the professional ranks, I was a complete failure in the NFL. And I also had a 9-27 and record as a college football head coach. Who am I? That's the question. What's the answer? Mike from the LBC, clearly not cheating, clearly not cheating, uh, is going with Cade McNown as his answer. LeBron James, guessed by the Palm Desert Rat. Bubba Watson thrown out by Chris. Greg Brady from Harry Pothead. Data says, I don't know. Or is that Data that said, I don't know. Rod Marinelli, guessed by Ernie in Michigan. Parker the Snow Dog, the legend, goes with Tommy Maddox. 
And Parker's going to come here in April. We're going to meet Parker the Snow Dog. How cool is that? Chef Boy RD, guest by Cardiac Stanley. Bob Greasy from Captain Gaucher. Barney the Dinosaur thrown out by, by Robert. Uh, who else do we have? Bill Callahan from Frank in L.A. Brady Hoke from Patrick the Uber Driver in San Diego. The Rooster says it's got to be Brad Childress. Jimmy the Vols fan is going with Butch Jones. Do you have an answer? Uh, let's see. Eddie's not here. Oh, Ralph. Ralph's here. Ralph. Boog Powell. Tremendous listening skills by you. It's a good job. Uh, no. The correct answer, he played at the University of Iowa and was very good in college. Hall of Fame good. Sucked with the Detroit Lions back in the day. We're talking about Chuck Long. Chuck Long. That's right. Iowa legend drafted by the Lions. He was the head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. And boy, were they not good. Not good at all. 9-27. I don't believe he's in football right now, Chuck Long. He had been an assistant coach at some other places, but I believe uh, that is that, that is over. Now, I had the Maller plan to fix the NBA All-Star game, and it involves giving the winning team, the players on that team, an extra seven days off in the second half. Now, JR says, so in your proposed NBA All-Star game, winners get an extra week off. What about if players from the same team get drafted by separate All-Star teams? Yeah, well, I figured that out as well, JR. What we'll do is we'll make them do hard labor, okay? We'll make them do hard labor. We'll, we'll send them to a political camp, and they'll have to do hard labor for the days that the other players are, uh, are off. All right? That's how we'll figure it out. Yeah, I, I got everything planned out. I'm an answers guy, JR. I didn't say it was a perfect plan, you schmuck. All right, how dare you? See, if it was up to me, I'm old school. I go back to the East versus the West. I know that's outrageous. That's a hot take, you know, East versus West. In the All-Star game, I'm a, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to the All-Star game. Call me nuts. Call me crazy. I know. I know. That's why I'm doing overnights. I get it. I got it. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Let's go right now. It's the NHL Puckham. Now, what is the NHL Puckham? It is cheap spam. It's filler radio because there's no NBA games because these guys need a bunch of time off because they got to enjoy themselves. Jimmy Butler needs a lot of time off. My man, Jimmy Butler. Hang in there, Jimmy. Go over to Malibu, Jimmy. There's some places that can help you out there, buddy. All right. Who's going to go first, Koopa Loop, on the NHL puck? And we'll pick two skaters and a goalie. That would be you, Big Ben. Oh, goody. I get to go first. How exciting is this? All right. With the first pick on the NHL puck, um, I will go with Patrice Bergeron of my Boston Bruins. And, Ralph, you're uh, up next. Terrible first pick. Alex Ovechkin. It's going to be the MVP. That's a that's that's a good pick like two years ago. Cool. No, that's still a good pick today. No, it's not. Uh, with my first pick, I'm gonna go with Clear your throat. Johnny Goudreau. Yeah. You know what his nickname his nickname is? Johnny Hockey. That's right. Danny. Let me get a 2018 pick in here, Big Ben. From Vegas, William Carlson. And let me grab my goalie from Washington, Braden Holtby. Braden Holtby. Okay, back to you, Coop. It's the NHL Puckham. I'm going to go with a Vegas goalie. I'm going to go with Marc-Andre Fleury. Ah, interesting. All right. Ralphie Boy, who you got? I will take Tuka Rask. Tuka Rask of my Boston Bruins, and uh, that means i got to pick a goalie. I'll go Pekka Rene of the Nashville Predators and John Tavares of the New York Islanders. Ralph, who you got, Ralph? David Pasternak. What teams do you play for? Calgary. You sure about that? I don't know. What number is he? (laughs) What's his, what's his mom's name? Uh, uh, Coop. Question Q. Coop, who you got? 
Uh, I will go. Oh, yeah, man. Take your time, Hurry. Coop. No, this is bad. I don't know anymore. Oh, he screws it up. Hurry. No, I will go with John ba Josh Bailey. <laughs> go ahead, Dan. Danny, Phillip, go ahead. Philip Forsberg. Right, we got it in, even with Coop screwing it up. <laughs> Like everything else, when you have a big event, big sporting event, there has to be some kind of scheme, some kind of plot tied around it, and we have an NBA All-Star conspiracy theory, compliments of a Minnesota Timberwolf. We will discuss. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We got a good one! Oh, man, the booze is a-flowing. Man, it's making it rain alcohol. So the All-Star game is secondary. Now, the thing I will remember about the All-Star game is the pregame festivities with Kevin Hart uh, failing and then Fergie saying, uh, hold my you know, hold my beer because uh, I'll, uh, I'll go over there and I'll, I'll do a better job of disaster, being a disaster in the NBA All-Star game. Anyway, uh, Team LeBron beat Team Stefan 148-145 uh, for those that care about such things. And LeBron was the MVP. He had 29 points, he had 10 rebounds, he had 8 assists. But the story here is a player that did not play. Jimmy Butler. The Butler. Jimmy Butler. Now, uh, if you just turned on the radio, maybe you've been out of the loop here. You haven't been paying attention. But Jimmy Butler, who leads the NBA in minutes played per game, he's averaging over 37 minutes per contest for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And he did not get in to the NBA All-Star game. And this is where the beginning, the, the seed has been planted for a conspiracy theory in the NBA All-Star game. So Butler does not play, and everyone wants to know why. Why, why are you not playing in the All-Star game? It's kind of a big deal. It's an honor to be there. You want to play in the damn All-Star game. Well, then Jimmy Butler, after the game, announced that he didn't play in the All-Star game because, oh, this is good, he wanted a rest night. He decided that the NBA All-Star game was a chance to get a rest night and that he was prioritizing the stretch run for the Minnesota Timberwolves as they try to get into the postseason, get a high seed in the Western Conference, and he felt that rest would do him well. Let's play some basketball! <laughs> Now, if you are a rube, you will buy this story and you will not ask any questions, right? There's a lot of people today that don't ask any tough questions. They're just like, okay, right? Let's just accept whatever is said to us. That is the way it is. So be it. Well, there is a conspiracy theory out there that uh, Jimmy Butler was, uh, let's say, how do I describe this here? Uh, tipsy? Would that be a word I could use? Yeah, I think maybe tipsy might be a word I can use there. Uh, that he had really been enjoying Los Angeles, having a wonderful time in L.A., and he might or might not have been dabbling in some things that caused him to not be all there. I got it all over me. For the All-Star game. Now, I'm not saying that he had a, 
a package of scotch and whiskey and bourbon and all. I'm not saying that at all. I don't know. It's possible that the story that Jimmy Butler told was completely accurate and that he just really is a good team first guy. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, of course, you'd, again, you'd have to be an idiot to think that. All right, so so what's the real story here? Let's, let's have a Ben Maller show investigation here. What is the real story? What's going on with Jimmy Butler? Now, my thoughts on this, you've got liquored up, unbelievable, and selfish. You got you got those three things, and you got a whole lot more than that. But we'll begin with number one, the the liquored up conspiracy theory, which originally originated from someone that works at the Bleacher Report, but there's other people that are spreading it. Now, I, I don't know Jimmy Butler. I, I don't know much about him other than his basketball playing, but I did see a story that the four-letter had I think it was last week, and it was about the NBA's obsession with wine. And in that particular story, it's it. Now looking back on it, you're like, hey, wait a minute here. Uh, it said that Jimmy Butler travels with a wine case. That the man loves wine so much that he travels with a case of wine. Wherever the T Wolves go, wherever Jimmy Butler goes, he's got a wine case. And he took it to the Rio Olympics in 2016, and he brings along bottles. He's got bottles with him wherever he goes. Uh, it's 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 there. You can check it out. I'm not making that up uh, at all. Uh, so it it is a logical conclusion to think that Jimmy Butler likes wine. Jimmy Butler is from Los Angeles. He lives in Los Angeles, not from L.A., but he lives in L.A. in the offseason. That's where he hangs out. A lot of NBA players live in the L.A. area, and they play pickup games at UCLA in the offseason, and then those are better than the All-Star. Uh, so it's certainly, if you connect the dots, which we always do here, is it conceivable that Jimmy Butler had a weekend in Los Angeles that he went out and enjoyed himself, painted the town red, if you will, and uh, he might or might not have had one or two uh, many drinks, and he was sloshed, and he was under the table, uh, and and then he realized, well, I can't play in the All Star game. I'm just, I, I need my electrolytes. My my body's not right, and, and maybe it wasn't just alcohol. Maybe there was some other stuff involved as well. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, but what I do know is the version of the story that's being passed around. Jimmy Butler's version of the story is unbelievable. It does not pass the BS test. It doesn't. And again, you'd have to be very naive to think that Jimmy Butler you know, gets into the All-Star game and at that particular moment decides, you know, I, I want to sit the game out here. I, I just don't feel right. I want to sit out the All-Star game. Uh, no, I don't buy it. Even if you play for a couple minutes, you want to get in the All-Star game. So I, I give some credence to the conspiracy theory. Now, was it something more than that? That'll likely come out. I mean, there'll be more to this. There'll be more to this here in the in the coming days, and the story will expand as we go forward. But when Butler was asked about it after the game, again, he said uh, why he didn't prepare or play in the game. He said, just rest, man. I got to rest my body. That's what he said, uh, Jimmy Butler. And it is unbelievably selfish of Jimmy Butler because he took an all-star roster spot away from someone that would have loved to have performed in the All-Star game. I can think of a guy right off the top of my head here 
Sweet Lou Williams, who campaigned. He wanted to be in the All-Star game. He was denied that opportunity. Uh, there were a bunch of guys that got snubbed that felt like, hey, we I should have been in the All-Star game. And Jimmy Butler got one of these coveted spots, and then he doesn't even take care of himself enough to play in the game. Like the pro, the way the protocol works, if you're not planning on playing in the All-Star game, you 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 get picked for the team, and then you make the declaration, I'm not going to play in the game, whatever. And so somebody else then takes your roster spot. Right? It is disrespectful of Jimmy Butler. It, it, he looks bad either way, right? I mean, either he got so hammered, right, he was so drunk or high or, or a combination of both that he couldn't physically perform in the All-Star game. That's one theory. Or he is such a selfish, selfish, pompous a-hole that he took a roster spot from a healthy player, a player that would have played in the All-Star game, and he did it, and, and, and he knew he wasn't going to play in the All-Star game. Either way, he looks bad. Like, is there any scenario where Jimmy Butler looks good in this? I can't think of a scenario. Like, how does he ever get voted for another All-Star appearance? Uh, you know, if, if the story is, I just chose I didn't want to play in the All-Star game because I needed rest. Rest in an All-Star. They don't even play defense. They play defense like 10 times during the All-Star game. They play defense. That's it. All right, we'll get your thoughts on all of that. If you would like the number... Has not changed. It's 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can also be part of the festivities here. And uh, you can tech, you can tweet us at Ben Maller, our Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. It's Ben Maller Show. You can be part of all of that. And it's a holiday weekend here. And so Corporate Eddie is away. And uh, Ralphie Boy, Ralph Irvin, is in the house. He's uh, hanging out over there. I don't know what he's doing. I have no. I, did he leave already? I think he might might, might have left. Actually, he nope. does an hour and then he, uh, he usually takes off. That's normally how it works. No, he he recorded some drops and I think he's recording his last update right now. Yeah, here's the first drop. On three, right. two, one. Let me play it. All right. Hi. Oh, there it is. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can you do your this, Fergie this, impersonation? This says drop number two. Okay. Let's see what this is. Or the land of the free. Okay. That's good. This is really, this is like Kevin Hart at the All-Star game is what this is. This is uh, drowning. <laughs> do, we, do we have a lifeguard? Is there a lifeguard that can come? No? All right. You know, Ben, the what? thing was, when Jamie Foxx came out, that's what saved the intro. Yeah, I agree. I've always wanted to see the cowboy, uh, you know, cowboy rapping Jamie Foxx about basketball. That was great. Again, I am not ripping the NBA. I think that's that, that's my memory of the All-Star game. That and apparently this Jimmy Butler story, which I want to believe. I want to believe that he went out. That must have been some party on Saturday night. These guys, Can you imagine? Wow. What were these guys doing on Saturday night? The uh, slam dunk contest, it ended kind of early L.A. time, right? Because it's you know, designed for the East Coast to watch it. So they got to go out. When did that end? Like 8.30 oh. L.A. time? 9 o'clock maybe L.A. time? You know it must have been crunk because where I live by the 5 freeway, around 5, 6 p.m., traffic was already at a standstill trying to get into downtown L.A. Yeah. So, like, so many people were boozed up there in, in, at L.A. Live. So my theory here, again, Danny, my theory, just to repeat for those that are late to the party, 
there are two possibilities. I've not third of a, I've not thought of a third option. Either one of these makes Jimmy Butler look like a schmuck, right? Either he was completely hammered, he didn't take care of himself, and, and he didn't sober up enough hours before the game to play in the game, which makes him look bad, right? Because the other players were out drinking too. They were able to play in the game. You think LeBron was out boozing it up? I'm going to go yes. I'm going to guess. I don't know, but I'm going to assume he was, and he was able to play in the game. And that's theory one, which makes him look bad. Theory two is he knew all along, Jimmy Butler, that he wasn't going to play in the All-Star game, and he selfishly took a spot on the All-Star team away from a deserving player that would have played in the All-Star game. That's right, number 23, the new Michael Jordan, Sweet Lou Williams of the Clippers. Sh- shocking take from you. Yeah. That's an accurate That's an accurate analysis of events. Is there any other scenario that I have not come up with? Those are the only two scenarios. And again, my evidence, go back. It's the the story on the NBA's obsession with wine. It was called the NBA's Secret Wine Society. And it goes into detail about how Jimmy Butler travels with a wine case. The man travels with a wine case. This- so, so if he's a veteran wine drinker, what happened? you think he mixed drinks? He mixed some alcohol? There might have been some other things that were mixed together. You know, if you're taking certain uh, substances and you mix them with booze, things happen. I don't know. I've heard stories about that. We're just trying to get to the bottom of this. It's a great mystery. Let's play some basketball! Yeah. <laughs> you think, how about Jimmy Butler and Fergie were at the same event. They were having a wonderful time, and I want to know where they were at. I want the guy, I'm a TMZ, Harvey Levin. I need that by 6 in the morning. I need that by 6 a.m., Harvey. You got to help me out, the TMZ crew, because you know we'll get to the bottom of that. It will come out. All right, to the phones we go. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and let's see, who's next? Let's go to Dave, who's in New York, and Dave is next up on Fox Sports Radio. What's going on, Dave? And I think I think everyone's got it wrong. I don't think Fergie was drunk at all. I think she was hitting the lean. It's like with the codeine with the alcohol or just soda, you know? And um, she probably had seats next to Justin Bieber or something. So you think she and, might have uh, been like hanging out with your Marcus Russell, had the purple drink or something like that? <laughs> yeah. On? Yeah. Totally, like lean back, you know? And then I got a couple of lame jokes for Justin. Because um, I tried to get in on Friday, man, and yeah. I I was on hold forever. It's a very but very popular show. Yeah. Snoop Dogg was spotted there at the um, All-Star game, and he was wearing the rain jacket. You know why? For drizzle. Um. <laughs> Tiger Woods and Princess Diana, you know what they have in common? Well, what do they have in common? Well, uh, uh, actually, what 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 the difference is is oh, that uh, Tiger Woods picks a better driver. I kind of screwed that. Yeah, up. you screwed that. Anyway, up, Dave. Dave, this is why this is why Dave, this is why we don't have open mic night on the show. This is not open mic night. You know. right. Go go go, go to bed. All right, thank you. Hey, Weed Man, what did you think of those jokes, Weed Man? <laughs> he tried. The guy tried. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't very good. Ben, I yeah. love you. Oh, thank you. Big fan. Big fan ben, of your Caller ben. of the year. Caller of the year. Weedman Hippie. Caller of the year. Hey, listen. What? I will never reference any of your peanut gallery, but Uh-oh. I have dedication and commitment to your show. I sleep around your show. My life is centered around your show. Ben Maller. Hey, no, that's the old, play the new jingle, I, you schmuck. That's the old, hold on a sec, we man. Why would you play the old jingle? Ben play, Maller. Play the new jingle. 
It's not funny. And no one likes the old jingle. They like the new jingle. What's old is new again. That no, sounds very no, vintage. No, no. You guys are jealous because I've had two different listeners make me a jingle over the years. You have no jingle. Ben uh, I saved Tom Looney spent seven thousand dollars on a professional radio jingle that he got from this place. Tom yeah, seven thousand dollars. Mine is just as good. Sounds just like his. My, very similar. And I spent I saved seven grand. Ben Meller. That see that? <laughs> Bam! Right, that punches you in the in the face oh, is what that does, right, Weed Man? We should get Weed Man a jingle. I love the blitz. All right, all right, well, the Blitz is dead. I'm a big fan of the Blitz. The Blitz, the Blitz don't play that. The Blitz is dead. It's not coming back. It's over. So, ben, so. I want to say something to what? you. I got a message from outer space. First of all, I'm holding three crystals of Moldavite, which is a crystal from outer space that came on a meteorite Now, Now, we admit, we admit. This is going to blow your mind. Everything on this planet came from outer space. How about that? Yeah, but I'm holding a well, you, But you're you're made from crap from outer space. From We're all made space. from crap from outer space. <laughs> We're all part of the damn galaxy. All right, thank you. All right, I, do we do we need to hear more of that? I think we're good. I think we've we were okay. It's not you. It's us. Clearly, clearly that's the case. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven. Nine nine six six three six nine, and hooray for Hollywood! We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show is seventy nine percent more enjoyable when you join the Knuckleheads on Twitter. It's the backdoor way to be heard on the radio. Message the Maller Posse. Follow Ben on Twitter at Ben Maller, and of course, be sure to follow our producer Justin Cooper at UH Bronco Fan. But I, I, I want to mount it. I'm sure he can't wait to hear from you. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios and Big Ben Maller. The word is choppy. That's the word. Choppy. Like choppy water. No? All right. Good conversation about Jimmy Butler. There's a conspiracy theory about the All-Star game. Butler, now of the Minnesota Timberwolves, didn't play in the All-Star game. He claimed it was because he simply wanted to rest. He sat out the All-Star game because he was tired and he wants to help out the Timberwolves down the stretch run. Uh, no one's believing him. Uh, no one buys it. Uh, many people uh, speculating that there was alcohol or some other a foreign substance that might or might not have entered his body, and that led to him not being physically able to perform in the All-Star game. And either way, it looks bad. Either way, it looks bad for Jimmy Butler. A little under the weather. A <laughs> little, little under the weather. Uh, we've all been there. We've all been there at one point or another. The peanut gallery, the Maller militia, commenting, Rod, the ambassador to Bakersfield, says, in this case, Ben, the butler didn't do it, he points out. Uh, the Aussie guy, very active on Twitter, the Aussie guy says, I put my life on the line working with electricity while savagely hung over. Jimmy Butler needs to drink a nice tall glass of cement and harden the F up, the Aussie guy said. Robbie goes with, obviously, hookers and cocaine as the answer to the mystery. That's his guess. And, and then this guy, the uh, the death scar, says, how does Jimmy Butler get voted for the All-Star game again? And then the guy tells me. He says, it's the NBA, Ben. The game is designed for people who, th- who have minds like goldfish. It's forgotten about already, he says. Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Uh- well, I will not forget it. 
I will not forget it. And sports is filled, absolutely filled with uh, stories of athletes that performed well in the NBA. We just had Charles Barkley last week talk about when he was back with the 76ers back in the day how he, he played. Now, he didn't play well, but he did play. He said he was completely hammered in a game. So, all right, to the phones we go. Wolfgang Ricky is in Nashville, and he's next on Fox Sports Who? Radio. Wolfgang, Wolfgang Ricky is what it says. Hello. How you doing tonight? If I was any better, I'd be Danny, but not Danny in Nashville because he's banned from calling the show for another few months. <laughs> so I am the uh, uh, Detective Wolfie, and I'm going to uh, perpetrate a false, uh, how did you call it? A narrative? Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, are you are you are you uh, hanging out with Fergie and Jimmy Butler? What's going on with you there? Well, see, that's the whole thing. Now, who got Fergie all drunk? Ooh, interesting. Now, uh, Fergie, I got a little ripple here. Went down to watch. Got me some Fred Sanford special. We're gonna sit down and have some fun. All right, Berg, he says, and meet my friend Snoop Dogg here in the corner. Let's drink a little gin and juice. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, give you a secondhand shot right up the nose, buddy, and a little popper to go with it. Now, go out and perform for the people. Can't do it, sir. <laughs> well, I'll take my $100,000, please. <laughs> what the hell is going on? What is this? What's you you going know on what there? sums it up is Coop just said, <laughs> what's happening right now? <laughs> That's Wolfgang, Wolfgang Ricky making his uh, singular appearance on the Ben Maller show. That's it. Is he gone? I guess he's gone. All right. Well, thank you, Wolfgang. It's uh, open mic night. Uh, Eugene in Chicago says Ben Black Panther drew over $387 million this, week, this weekend. When are you going to see this movie? He says. Uh, I have no plans. I'm down on the movies in general. I, I just, I'm bummed out. I, I feel like I can get the same enjoyment of entertainment at my house watching Netflix or Amazon Prime or one of those deals. I, I'm just down. The last, like, five movies I've paid money to see, I've regretted paying to see. Plus, I realize, and I love the movie experience, the, the popcorn at the movies, which I know is shaving days off my life when I have that. I love that movie popcorn with the butter all over it. But it's like you know ten bucks, and you can get this you know similar popcorn at home for three bucks. All right, anyway, so the Ben Mather show on Fox, hooray for Hollywood! We'll get to that coming up momentarily. But right now, we welcome in Ralphie Boy, Ralph Irvin, with the latest. Ralph, well, thank you very much, Ben, and it was a heck of a night for America. Casey Bellamy across to Sidney Morin. Now Kendall Coyne, three nothing United States. Warren shovels one in front, deflected, score! Another power play goal, Hillary Knight! Are you leading with women's hockey? I am. That's a party foul. You know why? Because somebody actually cared about with that game. Let me tell you something right now, Ralph. You keep doing that, you will not be back here. How dare you. Although I will say that's Kenny Albert, friend of the show. Sounded good. Kenny Albert with the call on NBC Sports Network as the U.S. shut out Finland 5-0 to advance to the gold medal game. Now, Ralph, you know I worked at the NBC Sports Network. Did you know that? I did television there in Stamford, Connecticut. I know. For a year, and then they fired me. Fools. Yeah. 
They will play the winner of Canada and the Olympic athletes of Russia that on Thursday in Pyeongchang. At the NBA All-Star Game, Team LeBron James, a 148-145 winner over Team Steph Curry. LeBron with 29 points. He was named the game's MVP. Online card shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next cars. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. On the top 25 scoreboard, number 19, Wichita State, a 76-72 win over number 5, Cincinnati. Then that ends Cincinnati's 39-game home winning streak. Wow. Bummed out. You got to start a new one. Go Bearcats. <laughs> Is that are you are you done, Ralph? That's it. All right, thank you. It's uh, the Ben Maller Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Awkward. Studios. <laughs> no, this is very. I don't know what you're talking about. This is very smooth. Yes, yes. This is uh, continuing the trend started by the NBA. NBA Entertainment is now taking over this show. That's what's going on. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free. Great quote. And hooray for Hollywood. They are back at it. They're going to make another sports movie. Did you hear about this? Hollywood is getting back into the sports movie business. You didn't hear about this? Bad job by you. Uh, This involves a Philadelphia Eagle. Now, didn't they already make a Philadelphia Eagle movie? Haven't they already done that, right? Invincible. Invincible, right? Yes, Invincible. Well, that... Went so well that they're doing it again. But it's not Invincible. It's a different uh, different story. Uh, it is going to be the tale of John, uh, the uh, the long snapper. What's his name? Uh, John Dornboss, the long snapper, who's also a magician. He appeared on the reality show uh, last year. He, he Did he win it? Is, he came close to it. I don't know. Did he win it or not? I don't know the whole backstory. But uh, he was part of the Eagles. He got hurt. And... They are making a movie. They're fast-tracking a movie about the long snapper from the Philadelphia Eagles. So they actually traded to the Saints. John, and then, he got, then it was determined that he had a heart problem and all that. John Dornboss is the guy's name, and it's uh, going to, to have a magic theme to it because he's a cheap magician and all that. And uh, they, there's, the producers already got this in the works, uh, and they are – fast-tracking this movie. They're trying to get it out, which means it's going to be poorly made, right? That's what that means, number one, poorly made. And it will do very well in Philadelphia, and that's about it. That's about it. So uh, the, the whole the whole thing, childhood tragedy, NFL player, and he got traded to the Saints, and then they found out that he had this problem with his ticker and all that, and he had to have open-heart surgery uh, immediately, had to retire from the NFL, and he still got I, – I can see the last scene. He gets his Super Bowl ring gifted to him by Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, and he gave him a, a ring because, hey, he's he's Philadelphia. He's all about Philadelphia and all, even though they traded him. So that's uh, that's the movie. I will likely not see that, but it's uh, it's got that Hollywood magic to it, right? Magic, backup, the underdog. It's right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox. On Fox, we take some more phone calls. I'll have Maller to the third degree coming up in a little bit. Let's say hello to Fluffy Dave, who's in Minnesota, and he is next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Fluffy Dave. Oh, Ben. I you know, I usually don't watch things that have to do with the NBA. Yeah. 
But uh, I almost want to move to Canada because the bare naked ladies killed the Canadian anthem. And then I went to eat dinner. And then I uh, saw a bunch of tweets yeah. about the uh, Fergie <laughs> rendition of the American anthem. And I was starting to pack my bags. My wife asked me, what are you doing? And she said, you know, and I, and I, told, I just told her, I said, I, I got to leave. I got to go. I can't be seen here in this yeah. country. Well, it's just it's not that long a drive to Canada from where you are, so you're okay. It's only no, it's yeah, not. Yeah. I, well, I mean, it's still like a ten hour drive, but yeah, ah, that's know. nothing. Yeah, yeah. I I'd probably have to sneak across the border. Ah, there's there's, Canada, there's no wall there. Canada wouldn't want me. Yeah, they would. Once they hear you, this phone call, they won't want you. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't but even then, I don't even want you, and I and I have you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know what? I waited. I waited a while. Yeah, and, and you finally came to me, and I I'm did. appreciative. Yeah, I, you were on the and list. I came to you on the list. I got you on the list. So the Jimmy Buckets thing, right? Does anybody really care about the fact that he didn't play today? He got a free trip to L.A. Well, he could afford. I mean, he makes a lot of money. He'd be in L.A. anyway. Who he cares? Did, what if you made him a, a, a you know uh, like. $3 million a year. Would you still take a free trip to L.A.? Well, how do you know I don't make $3 million a year? You're assuming I don't well, make $3 I, million well, a year. I do the coveted 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern time slot at Fox Sports Radio. This is in demand. Ben, you, talk about it, you talk about it every day how much uh, you don't make. Oh, no, that's and, a joke, though. I, I, I try to be like a, a regular person. <laughs> I, I am an elitist. I am. I have, I have private jets. I have limo it's service. It's true. It's actually 2.7, yeah. but if you round up, it's yeah, 3. I round up to 3. I'm, I'm jealous because uh, I, I should be okay. making 3, but I make just below three million mm-hmm. but i'm not a regular person mm-hmm. at all i am i am a complete snob i'm a one percenter mm-hmm. uh, i admit that yes i'm very proud of that i make more than colin mm-hmm. coward i do that's true yeah yeah well, well what, i mean what, you what, should because you're more entertaining well than clearly ab- that's obviously that's why i'm on at two in the morning absolutely yes well i mean outrageous outtakes and uh things like that will get you a lot of money but what i'm saying is yeah get to the who point. cares wait he said outtakes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this? Like this one? And get ass on Facebook. There's an outtake. That was edited. I never said that. Yeah. I'm a classy guy. I'm a God fearing person. I would never say something like that on radio. That that's a that's a sin what that is. How dare you? Jimmy Buckets, he I would party too if I went to LA. I don't care. You know, I mean he is doing good things for the Timberwolves and the Timberwolves are gonna make a drive in the playoffs. The first one in a very long time, by the way. Yeah. And it actually got my attention uh, all right. for, for the NBA. I, like, I, I feel like the call's not working well. I feel like, I mean, we're dressing it up here. Me and Danny G are trying to help you out here. The call's not going well, yeah. Fluffy Dev. This is not one of your better efforts here. Can you go yeah. throw snowballs yeah. at somebody or something so we can dress it up and have something to talk about? Well, we are supposed to get some snow. Shocking. Oh, here snow, comes. snow in Minnesota in February. Kaboom. Kaboom. Well, real talk, call back. Is it real talk, you call back. What do you want, real talk? Yes, sir. I call to show the simple example is if you have something else on your mind, all you got to do is just hang up, call back again, and Ben will pick up. We then hit be the complete elitist because he chooses to occupy a complete line. All right. Hold on. Hold on a sec. Yeah. Oh, we. Bleep you! Bleep you! <laughs> oh, no, Weedman! Weedman! No, no. Bleep you! Bleep you! No, you just. I- 
stay on hold. <laughs> it's called commitment. It's called dedication. Once you get a job and do something with your, with your life, you punk-ass old bitch. Oh, you are a bleeping bleephole. <laughs> all right, ben, all right, yes. Ben, flash bubble octagon right now. Throw your Benny. Let's do it, Weed Man, if you're, if you're, if you're really about it, bitch. Weed Man, are you there? Weed Man, are you? He's a big fan. He's a big fan. All right, you're just repeating yourself. No one. Thank you. Uh, I guess he's he's turning it down. Why did you give? Why did the people give him my penny? That's my call. (laughs) I know. I know. He stole it from you. You should have been the winner. All right, hang in there. Next year is going to be here before you know it. You'll, you can it's win. It's driving me out of my mind. All right. Th- all right, I got hang up on him too, please. Uh, what the hell's what going the- on here? I blame Ralph for this. Uh, this is completely his uh, his fault here. We've gone You're off welcome. the tracks. Bad job by you. Shame on you. Mm-hmm. We will have Mallard of the third degree. Here is the Insta Trivia. Here it is. Insta Trivia. Man, that was weird. All right, here's the instant trivia. Michael Jordan, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Blank are the only NBA players to record 200 steals and 100 blocks in the same season. Again, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Blank are the only NBA players to record 200 steals and 100 or more blocks in the same season. That's the instant trivia, the answer. And Mallard of the third degree, next. There's a whirlwind of excitement going on around our show Reddit page. Search our subreddit at Ben Maller's show and get the latest authentic listener-generated content about the Maller militia. Now let's get back to the lunacy in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Here's Big Ben Maller. And we will have Maller to the third degree coming up here momentarily, but right now the Insta Trivia. Actually, before we get to the Insta Trivia... Mr. Wonderful says, Fluffy Dave, Wolfgang Ricky, the lame jokes guy, is everyone drunk tonight? Maybe the worst calls ever in the first two hours of the show. Let me push back on that, Mr. Wonderful. I've been doing this show as long as I can remember, and as you might think this is the worst, this is not even close. This is not in the top ten worst first two hours of a radio show that I've done. You have to know where the bar is set, Mr. Wonderful, okay? You have, to, you have to know where the bar is positioned. Anyway, here's the Insta trivia. Michael Jordan, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Blank are the only NBA players to record 200 steals and 100 blocks in the same season. That is the question. What's the answer? Andrew is going with Peyton, the pace car driver, Manning. Justin says it's got to be Jamarcus Russell. As the answer, Robbie, the Mariner fan, checks in with Frank Burkowski. Uh, let's see, who else do we have here? Uh, Chris in Houston says it's a real bitch, or is it Krusty the Clown, Weed Man Hippie? Rod is going uh, with Hakeem Olajuwon, which was already one of the answers. Uh, George the Animal Steel, uh, Terry Teagle, guessed by Mike, Tim Duncan from just Josh, Big Country Bryant Reeves thrown out by A-Dub, Wayman Tisdale from Neil can't close the deal. Neil and his buddy. Uh, who else? Uh, let's see here. Uh, a lot of uh, people going. Uh, uh, Hakeem Elijah. I already said that. Uh, Mike got it right. All right, Ralph. Do you have an answer? It's not never nervous. Purvis Ellison. No, it is the legendary Paul McKeskey. 
The great Paul McCaskey. No, not Paul Mc- Not World Be Free either. Yes, by Rich. The correct answer, his nickname, All I, if I give you his nickname, you know who it is. His nickname is No Tippin'. That's right, Scotty Pippin. No Tippin', Scotty Pippin'. 1989-90 Chicago Bulls. LeBron James has never had 200 steals. He's never had 100 blocks in any season. How about that? All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Let's do it. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. A very presidential edition of Maller to the third degree. We bring in the commander-in-chief, Koopaloo. Ben, a report over the weekend said that the Jets might offer Kirk Cousins a fully guaranteed contract. Now, the assumption is that if the Jets do that, other teams may have to follow suit. Ben, what do you think the chances are of that actually happening? I'm going to go with 0%. 0%. Not 1%, not 2%, not 3%, not 4%. 0%. All right, a couple of reasons why. A, this would kill the golden goose. If the Jets or any other franchise hand out a fully guaranteed contract to a quarterback, they will be called out by their other NFL teams for football malpractice. There is no way that is going to fly with the other owners. You would have Roger Goodell being forced to step in and correct this wrongdoing among NFL teams. And B, the way the system is set up right now, the only path to a fully guaranteed contract for these star quarterbacks is a lengthy work stoppage, a holdout, and or the court system. No team is just going to hand over guaranteed, fully guaranteed money without a fight. It is going to change the business model of the NFL, uh, and you can do it for a year on the franchise tag, but they're not going to do it for multiple years. And you talk about opening up Pandora's box Every quarterback after that would then say, okay, he got guaranteed money. I'm better than him. Give me guaranteed money. So, 0%. Next. By the way, you gave everyone the answer to the instant trivia before you uh, revealed Did I? It. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Late last week, Angels owner Artie Marino admitted to the OC Register, that's a newspaper, by the way, that a contract extension Mike Trout has been on his mind. Now, Trout's under contract through 2020, but throughout Trout's entire career, the Angels have only made it to the postseason once. Do you think that Trout will test free agency if the Angels don't make a deep playoff run? Do you think he will regardless if they do or not? Well, here's the way I look at Trout. The chances of him staying in Anaheim long-term are low. I'll say there's a 20% chance that he does not test free agency. That's actually higher than most people. There's a couple things here. Hey, Mike Trout is going to make $100 million between now and the year 2020. So he's already loaded. The question is, where does he want to play long-term? Uh, his wife, he's married, he's from uh, New Jersey, I believe, from the same town he's from. Uh, so there's nothing tying him to Southern California other than the fact that he's lived in Orange County for a number of years now. And number two, if you plan on being a full mercenary, if you're Mike Trout, then you must become a free agent, right? The The path to the biggest paycheck is through free agency. Now, Mike Trout's got a number in his head, whatever that number is, say $400 million. If Artie Marino says, all right, here's $400 million, then you know, whatever that magic number, then Trout foregoes free agency and stays with the Angels for the rest of his career. Next! Now, it was All-Star Weekend in L.A., and during a presser, local fans started chanting their desire for Paul George to come to the Lakers. 
Russell Westbrook quickly responded, quote, that's out. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Do you think George sticking around is as certain as Russell Westbrook thinks it is? Well, I do think it's embarrassing uh, that the franchise that prides themselves on their championships and their success, their fan base is at the point of desperation where they're begging a player that has never done anything of note, leading a team anywhere, they're begging that player to come be the savior. I mean, where have you lost your scruples, purple and gold supporters? I mean, seriously, it's pathetic. At least they didn't run a you know rally for him. I mean, it's by just fifteen people. It's just horrible. I mean, Paul George. You're not going to win anything with Paul George. So, no. Do I think he's going to stay in Oklahoma? No. I think he'll leave Oklahoma. But do do I think he's going to go because fans chanted his name? No. I don't think he's going to go somewhere because fans chanted his name. I don't think he's eight years old. I would like to think that Paul George is not eight years old. There it is. I win another win for me. That's a win. I win it. That's a winner. Winner. An all-star weekend in Los Angeles ends with a tired all-star. Is that right? That's the way the all-star weekend ends. And a whole lot of moolah being handed out in Major League Baseball over the weekend. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. And so the All-Star game done in L.A. The NBA players will be off for the next three months while they rest up their wounded bodies to get ready for the second half, the unofficial second half of the NBA season. LeBron James leading the way. Team LeBron, whatever the hell that is. Uh, he had a game-high amount of minutes. LeBron played 31 minutes in the game, and he had 29 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, and he had four three-point shots. He also had a steal, and he gets All-Star Game MVP honors. The story, though, is about pregame festivities with Fergie. Let's play some basketball! Her national anthem, which will live not in the top three in my book, but it's top ten. National Anthem Disasters by Fergie, who did a a sexy happy birthday version of uh, the uh, National Anthem. Stop, make it stop, make it stop, please make it stop. Then you had... You had the pregame before Fergie, Kevin Hart got out there. Generally a funny man, Kevin Hart. He got out there and said, I want to entertain the people. I'd like to entertain the people. Uh, Let me have my opportunity to entertain the masses. And how did that go? How did that Kevin Hart thing go? Uh, Well, uh, it was so memorable. It was so bad it was good. You had Kevin Hart, Rob Riggle, Queen Latifah all teaming up there. You had Jamie Foxx dressed as a cowboy rapping about basketball. It was a hot mess. Adam Devine, Queen Latifah, like they worked like iron workers, steel workers. Uh, it just went on and on and on. And, and, and so uh, it, it was memorable. That's my memory of the All-Star game in L.A. will be Kevin Hart failing and no one pulling him off the stage with Rob Riggle and Queen Latifah and all this. And, and so they went on and on and uh, went about 45 minutes. 
45 minutes, that's an NBA entertainment, NBA marketing situation is what it is. Pathetic. Pathetic. First time All-Star from the Miami Heat is the first player from Slovenia to earn an All-Star honor and gain the nickname the Dragon because like a dragon, his breath will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was great. It was so terrible. And um, some of the All-Star players were like kind of laughing. They were like, ah, that's pretty funny. Other guys were like genuinely upset. You got a lot of death stares at Kevin Hart. A lot of death stares at Kevin Hart. He's like, ah, I'm just doing my job. Now, did he practice that? Did he go anywhere and practice that material? Or did he just let it fly? Ad lib, right? Ad lib as they go. All right, we'll, we'll move away from the uh, the NBA uh, for for all of our health, for all of our mental health. We'll move away from the NBA. We didn't even get to Jimmy Butler not playing in the game because of, well, he said he was tired. He said he was tired. Other people saying he was hungover. Either way, he didn't play in the All-Star game. You figure it out. The Cold War, the Cold War of Major League Baseball. We pivot away from the NBA. The Cold War of Baseball's offseason. It has not, not stopped Eric Hosmer from robbing a couple of banks in Southern California. You see this over the weekend, largest contract in Padre history. We got a big deal. The bombshell contract dropping in the quiet of a Daytona 500 all-star NBA weekend. Hosmer leaving the Royals in the middle of the night. Eight-year contract. You got an eight-year contract. Now, there's an opt-out clause after five years, the front-loaded contract worth in the ballpark of $140 million. $140 million. It pays to play baseball, even when it doesn't look like it's going to pay to play baseball. Hosmer even got a $5 million check as a signing bonus to go to the Padres. Thank you, Jesus! And part of the greatest era of Royals baseball, right? Two World Series appearances, World Series win, and he won a bunch of gold gloves, and he was a good but not great player in Kansas City, and now he is going to San Diego. Now, by Padre standards, they have loaded up, because not only do they sign Eric Hosmer, they also got Chase Headley back and Freddie Galvis. So the Padres, when you get Freddie Galvis, Chase Headley in the same offseason hole, you are loaded for bear, the Padres. And they have a payroll in the neighborhood of $90 million. The question here on the Hosmer contract, what are the chances that this Eric Hosmer deal backfires horribly for the Padres? What if if this just turns into a hot mess? Now, on the Maller scale of disaster, I will say there's a 75% chance that this goes kaboom. Right, you've got a couple of things. You've got blank check, forever contract, and the real estate game. Right, the real estate game. We'll get to all that. Uh, number uh, number one to begin with. The goal here is to make the postseason. If if that's the goal, make the postseason and to sell tickets, then this is a disaster for the Padres. Now, if the goal is to add a solid but unspectacular professional baseball player who's proven he can perform but not at a really great level but a good level, then this is going to be a success. Uh, If the expectation is that the Padres now are going to get fans to come from Pacific Beach and Mission Valley, are going to flock 
to the ballpark to see Eric Hosmer play first base, they are greatly mistaken. This is not the kind of a signing that generates buzz. It doesn't. He is, you know, he could be the best Padre, the greatest Padre on the field, and that's fine, but he's not moving the needle. He's not moving the needle. And, and considering the fact that Mike Trout's not walking through that door, Bryce Harper is not going to become a Padre, that this is, there are limitations. There are limitations. It's a cost-efficient option for the Padres. Does Hosmer's addition rattle the cages of the Dodgers, the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, and the Giants? No, not much. Uh, and like all crappy teams, San Diego has been hyping their minor league system. A lot of glowing stories about all these young players in the minor leagues and how great they're going to be. And should any of these players actually live up to the hype, that is problematic because Hosmer's contract will then handicap the penny-pinching Padres from signing their younger guys to long-term contracts. You see the conundrum here. Now, in addition, Eric Hosmer, he's going to get the lion's share of the Padres' payroll as long as he's in San Diego. And it's a front-loaded contract. And, you know, we understand this is not the Yankees, Red Sox, or Dodgers. It's a different situation with the Padres. But in the world of Padre baseball, Eric Hosmer is getting what equates to a blank check. Right? The Maller math, $20 million a year for the first five. Then he's got the contract out. $13 million a year for the next three years of the contract. It works out to an average of $18 million per year. But remember, Hosmer can hit the eject button after five years. The only way, the only way Hosmer stays with the Padres is if he sucks, right? If he he's 28 years old right now, he'll be 33 at the time he can opt out. That is past your athletic prime when you're 33 years old. So it is more likely than not that this is a forever contract for Eric Hosmer. Unless Unless he's really good, and then he'll leave. and He'll go somewhere else and he'll make more money if someone will be dumb enough to give him a big contract when he's 33 years old. Now, San Diego is a great place. I got my start in radio in San Diego. It's a great place to play baseball. Laid back. Ballpark is nice. Location is solid. The beach is just down the road. And if you perform well, the good people of San Diego will appreciate you. Uh, and if you suck, they will ignore you. And Hosmer... He, he won't have to worry about postseason baseball. That is not on the horizon for the, the Padres. That's not. And, and you get the big money without the typical small annoyances and the minor inconveniences that accompany these type of deals when you play in a town like, the, like San Diego with the Padres. Now, the last observation, last thing here, these massive contracts always favor the player more than the team. And I have no ill will against Eric Hosmer. Did I think that he was going to get an eight-year contract? No, I did not. I'm surprised that he got an eight-year contract. It shows you how hard up the Padres were to get a big free agent to play in San Diego. And he's being paid for what he did in Kansas City. Hosmer's getting paid for all those big hits with the Royals, the postseason moments, the chances of him matching that success in San Diego – uh, as the uh, the old broadcaster Chick Hearn used to say, slim and none, and none has left town at this particular point for Eric Hosmer and the Padres. Now, in terms of comps, you know, in the real estate game, 
if you're buying a house or you're selling a house, they always look for comps to find out either what the house is worth to buy or how much you can get for the house. And in baseball terms, the comps for Eric Hosmer, uh, you know what the comparable players are to Hosmer? Billy Butler, Freddie Freeman, and Delman Young. Those are the comparable players. That's who the Padres. If the Padres, and Delman Young actually worked here. He's a nice guy. That doesn't matter, though. If Delman Young got dropped into the Padre lineup, you'd be like, oh, man, that's not that's not that exciting a move. Freddie Freeman's a, seen as a good player, but he's not a transcendent player. And Billy Butler, none of those guys move mountains. But that's essentially the player the Padres have added to their roster. Those are the comps. If you look at their on-field success, individual numbers, and baseball's a sport designed about numbers, Billy Butler, Freddie Freeman, Delman Young, and Eric Hosmer are in the same conversation. It's the Ben Mather Show on Fox. It's a holiday, so corporate Eddie Garcia is away. And we have in his place Ralphie Boy, Ralph Irvin, who I think is already home. He's sleeping now. He, uh, you know, he's it's, he's a corporate guy himself, Ralph. He only works a couple of hours. That's normally how that works. Typically, how it goes. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Hit that snooze. Hit that snooze, if you will. Yeah. Me, 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 me. <laughs> this guy's a terrorist. He's a radio terrorist, is what he is. He's terrorizing the. The Ben Maller Show is what he's doing. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Fascinating. <laughs> now, Ben, one yes, yes, uh, one Danny baseball Dean. free agency we really uh, didn't get to talk about. What's that? You Darvish. Now you talked about you it, but Darvish. But you didn't talk about the whole thing with him and his translator after the deal when he signed the Cubs. What he said supposedly to Dave Roberts about what he was going to do to the Dodgers. Yeah, what did he say? You didn't hear this? No, no, what did he say? Yeah, so through his trans, his translator, he said that his mission was going to be to stick it to the Dodgers. He's already done that. <laughs> Game 7 of the World Series, I was there. There's nothing you Darvish can do in a Cubs uniform that will be Don't! any more painful than watching him attempt to get Houston Astro batters out in Game 7 of the World Series. The most gutless performance I have ever seen in my life is you Darvish in Game 7 of the World Series. And I wish nothing but ill will on you, Darvish, in a Cub uniform. And I can't wait because he'll win a bunch of games in the regular season. He'll beat the Cincinnati Reds and the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Brewers and the Cardinals. But then when you count on him the most in the postseason, he will urinate. He'll wet his diaper and he'll he'll urinate like a sprinkler all over the mound at Wrigley Field is what he's going to do. Dang. Still a fresh Band-Aid on that wound. I don't know what you're talking about. That's an honest take right there. Honest take. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You know, there's also possibility, you know, he could get hurt. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not rooting for that, but, you know, that elbow could go out. When he pitches against the Dodgers, will he tip his pitches? <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. I hope they hit line drives right <laughs> through the middle when you Darvish pitches against the Dodgers. That's no! what I would like to see. A lot of line drives right up the middle. Let's go to Matt in Indiana, who's next. It's the Ben Mather Show on Fox. Hello, Matt! How you doing? Well, if I was any better, I would have President's Day off but I'm not doing any better. I'm here. Not doing better. Yeah, the radio with me. <laughs> yeah, it's a dream come true, Matt. You're a you're a Renaissance man. You're a legend. 
Hey, I'm a little bit more sober than I was the other night, so I can speak properly, I think. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, Neil is listening, and I, it was his birthday the other day, and I'm not familiar with Twitter, and I was trying to throw something at Ben Mallard. I can't do it. Now, for those who don't, don't know, know, Matt and can't close the deal, Neil, are the new dumb and dumber of the Ben Mallard yeah, show. We have like these two guys. Buddies. Yes. Side by side, and it's just marvelous. Now, we don't do shout-outs on the Ben Maller Show. We don't. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. We can't? Matt, you know there's actually people listening. Not many, but there's actually people listening to this. You... Well, hello, guys. Uh, that that guy with the hangover at the, the NBA game, I mean, like, girl was set already. I don't know. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he must not be German-Irish. He didn't look like it to me. Yeah. Well, you've done many. You've worked many shifts there, completely hungover, haven't you, Matt? Uh, uh, once or twice. Yeah. I, you, you're the model employee, is what you are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, you're talking about you, Darvish, and uh, I, I. I'm a Cubs fan. I didn't realize it until after the fact. I get off the show with you, and like Neil's like, "Oh, you didn't." He's a huge Dodgers fan, but uh, no, yeah, I'm not I a Dodger fan. Her. I'm neutral. I'm not a Dodger fan. What are you talking about? It's not true but at I, all. I looked at his stats, and I saw him in the playoffs, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he's going to choke. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, Matt. Right. Kind of hey. like you choked on this phone call. You know. Thank you. Not you, it's us, clearly. Isn't that Weed Man? Isn't that right, Weed Man Hippie? Ben! Uh, I love all you. Right. This I, is, first yeah, of all, yeah. there's been a shooting somewhere. It's Ben, you and I are fixing the world. We're changing it. The more love we do, the we... He just, you like hit a button and, and, and it, we've been just starts repeating the same stuff he's already talked about. It's like you go to the gift shop at Disneyland, you buy like a Mickey Mouse doll and it's got the button you can press and then Mickey will talk to you. And in this case, it's Weed Man will talk to you. It's a ben, <laughs> ben, I, ben, I love you. We're saving the world. Uh, we're from outer space. Uh, what else? There's a couple of other lines. Go-to lines by Weed Man Hippie. The jockocracy of it all. We'll get to the jockocracy of it all. We also have the Insta advice line later in the hour. We'll get to all that. But jockocracy, we'll get to that. We'll do it next. The Ben Maller Show has been called a show about nothing. However, Twitter is definitely something. Join the charm circle. It's easy to do. Follow Ben on Twitter at Ben Maller. And, of course, follow Danny G at Danny G Radio. What if she's 5'10 and has a badunkadunk? Well, then you definitely follow her. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here's Ben Maller. Well, I have the instant advice line coming up a little bit later in the hour. Also, jockocracy. Rod, the ambassador to Bakersfield, says it's time to start calling weed man repeat man hippie. He says, uh, yeah, I believe it is time. Uh, just Josh, my weed man hippie doll must be broken then. I keep pulling the string, and it says, bleep you, bleep you, bleep you, bleep you, bleep you. Brother. Yeah. That was adult, level-headed conversation between Weed Man Hippie, the reigning caller of the year on the Ben Maller Show, and the former caller of the year, Real Talk, in New York City. Let's go to, let's see, TJ in Rochester is next on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, TJ. Take that. How you doing? Doing okay. I'll get right to the point. Hey, I got a, a possible solution here on uh, whether or not uh, Real Talk is from New York. 
and I will tell you why. It's because he's delusional about basketball, as shown by his comment on St. John's basketball. All New Yorkers are delusional about St. John's basketball and the New York Knickerbockers. So See, now hold, my, on, uh, hold on, hold on, T. Let me see. Let me yes, check here. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. For some reason, Real Talk called back a third time. Real, <laughs> real, uh, Real Talk. I'm told by I'm told by a source that you're delusional. This proves you're from New York because of your conversation about St. John's basketball. St. John's basketball is the greatest basketball team ever. They're dominating the game, and I know a real way to prove I'm in New York, Ben. You want to know how I, know I can prove I'm in New York? I, I prove it to me. Because Weed Man Chippy's wife lives in New York, and she's here with me right now. Hey, Weed Man, say hi to your wife. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, well, that was awkward, TJ. That was very awkward, that conversation. Uh, I think we pretty much confirmed, though. He's definitely a New Yorker. <laughs> he's, got, he's got that street smart moxie, Big Ben. Uh, I guess. Right. I guess. That's all. Uh, carry on. Shout out to Danny G and Cooper. We'll all right. Bye. Thank you, TJ. Uh, Weedman, your thoughts on this, Weedman? Ben, the lady told LeBron. All right. I don't want to hear that. Sonny is in Kansas City, and he's next on the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Hello, Sonny. Oh, is Sonny gone? What, hold on a second. Hold on. There we go. There's Sonny. Hello, Sonny. Uh, can you hear me now? It's like an old phone commercial. Yes, I can hear you now. Beautiful. Big Ben Maller, how are you, my friend? If I was any better, I'd be a talk, but not real talk, because he's had to call back three different times tonight. Oh, God, Ben, we don't need to hear him anymore on the radio as much as we need to he- hear Weed Man Hippie or hear uh, Fergie singing the yeah, national I, anthem anymore. We need to hear about you, Sonny. We need, we need to focus on you, the wisdom of Sonny. Well, before we get to me, Ben, I just want to say I'm sorry that your week is starting off like this. I'm sorry your Sunday night's starting off like this. The Mallory Militia should be having a higher standard for this show. Ben, I start my day off with you every day. I work overnight. I wake up in the morning. I, well, at night. I brush my teeth. I wash my face. And it's all about Ben Mallory, baby. And I'm sorry that... You had to go through, go through all this. It's yeah. ridiculous. Well, I appreciate that. As you know, I'm doing God's work here, talking overnight on the radio. It's very important. Very important. Listen. What doing here. Yes. Listen, I wanted to call up. I want to talk NFL. I know it's big NBA weekend. No, no, no. I'm all about the NFL. Whatever you want. Let's break down A.J. McCarron because that's good conversation. Unless Bust. it's not. Bust. Bust. Yes. I would agree. Bust. Ben. Let me let me throw this at you here. Now I'm a hardcore Chiefs fan, but I, I love all NFL and I love the off season just as much as I love when the games are going on. You know what got me really interested was this whole Colts situation. McDaniel's giving them the burn. I don't know if it was he wasn't going to get along with Ursay, whatever the case may be. But I think you could agree with me on this, Ben. If it was either me or you going to take that Colts job, I think we both know that Andrew Luck's shoulder is Shot. Done. Drop the bomb on it. It's over with. I don't see Andrew Luck throwing another ball in the NFL. I think you're sure no, no, done, I, ben. I, I think he'll play in the NFL. I just don't think he'll be any good. I, I would I would bet against. The odds are against Andrew Luck being great. Because remember, he wasn't great before. People think Andrew Luck was great. He wasn't great. Uh, he was one of the more overrated players in the NFL, but he got hyped up uh, at the time that he was playing with the Colts. But, uh, yeah, the, the Colts have to plan – on not having Andrew Luck because uh, he's not gonna, okay. he's not gonna, you're not gonna get 
you're going to get him there, but you're not going to get much out of him. All right. Well, let me throw this off you and, you know, bounce around here a little NFL. You always call into Kansas City every week. Yes, right. Every, to... every Friday morning, Fesco in the morning, 610 Sports. That's right. As long so as the I'm, checks I'm, come. That's correct. <laughs> hey, well, hey! If the checks don't come, then we'll, I'll send you some uh, Kansas City ribs. How about All right. that? I expect yeah. those to. Uh, I would like those ribs to, yes. uh, on the on the packaging. Put to the Ben Maller no, crew. No, to Ben Maller. To the Ben Maller it, it crew. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. They'll open my mail anyway. They open all my mail anyway. That's well, true. It's a federal violation. To, I'll, I'll send the ribs as long as you guys promise not to give any of the Broncos fan in the building. Oh yeah, you know, he won't right. have any. No, Coop. No, 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 no. We'll eat. We'll eat them in front of him. That's what we'll do. Well, listen, Ben, when you call in this week, I'm sure our buddy here in Kansas City is going to be talking about it. There's there's rumors going around today that Marcus Peters might be on the trade block, Ben. Yeah, I saw Peters that. Peters might yeah, be gone. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. You know, that. I, 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 I differentiate two different ways. You know, what he does on the field is amazing. Maybe not so much off the field. He had a little trouble, got suspended by Andy Reid and, and whatnot. But I think it would be a huge mistake if we traded him. Because if we get Eric Berry back next year healthy, we got Kyle Fuller. Hopefully, if this trade goes through with Alex Smith and Washington, and geez, did Washington get robbed there? He gave Alex Smith seventy million dollars. Yeah, man. But, but here's the thing: you got you got to stay focused. All right, you got to stay focused here. All right. Okay. As far as P- Peters is concerned, he's in the he's on the poop list, the uh, the doghouse, whatever phrase you want to use with Andy Reid. Andy Reid's going to be back. And they clearly want to separate from what happened last year when they fell apart in the middle of the year with the Chiefs. You got rid of Alex Smith. If you're going to have a clean separation from last year's team, a big part of last year's team was Marcus Peters and what happened in in New Jersey when he threw the flag and that whole deal. So that that's part of the story of the Chiefs. So I I think he's going to be gone, and they'll trade him for you know second round pick or something like that. I got to go. I got to leave you there, Sonny. Look at the time. Oh my God! Look at the clock. All right, we'll get to the jockocracy. Also, we have unscreened radio. Unscreened radio, the Insta advice line. We'll get to all that. But right now, Ralph. Ralphie boy. Ralphie boy is here with the ladies. Well, thank you very much, Ben. And, of course, All-Star NBA weekend came to a close with the main event, the NBA All-Star game. And Team LeBron, a 148-145 winner over Team Steph Curry, LeBron James, Finished as the game's leading scorer with 29 points. Ralph, you know, here's a fun fact for you. Team LeBron has never lost an All-Star game. Here's a fun fact for you. Team LeBron played awful basketball all night. Ooh. Why you got to be such a hater, man? If telling the truth is hating, then I guess I'm full of it. You're an evil man. He was named the game's MVP in the top 25. Number 19, Wichita State went to number 5, Cincinnati, and ended their 39-game home win streak with a 76-72 win. Number 6, Purdue beat Penn State 76-73. Number 22, Ralph, who's the best team in the country right now, in your opinion? Go ahead. Villanova. That's weak. Do better than that. I, th- I think there isn't much better. There isn't much The answer good. is, Ralph, none of them are that good. How about well, that? there you the go. That, I you agree. That should have been your first answer, Ralph. Well, no, you asked who's the number one team. Yeah. You didn't say who's the good team. You know team. who's number one? The FBI, because they're going to win when this is all done. The FBI will be standing tall. They yeah. will rule college basketball. Well, why not? It sounds like the, the, the college basketball programs that are about to get nailed all deserve it. Well, they all cheat. Everyone's cheating. You're cheating right now. Maybe. Yeah. Number 22, Michigan didn't cheat, though. I don't think. They beat number eight, Ohio State, 74-62. 
Number 12, Duke won it. Number 11, Clemson, 66-57. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. At the Olympics, the USA, 5-0 winners in women's ice hockey over Finland. They'll advance to the gold medal game, which will be Thursday in Pyeongchang against the winner of Canada. You actually watch the Olympics, Ralph? You actually watch this. You watch the Olympics. I've been working overnights, yes. Really? You've been checking it out? My wife's into the Olympics. She forced me to watch some of it over the weekend. but uh, I'm glad to see that your constitution is so strong that you can't say no. Well, I was on, but I was playing games on my phone while it was on. So, Kind of like what I'm doing now when you talk, Ralph. Or when you're hosting the show. Exactly. Multitasking, Ralph. That's what I believe in. Okay, if that's what you want to call it. At the Genesis Open, Bubba Watson's your winner by two at 12 under Did you go to the Genesis Open? No, I did not. Why not? You're a golf guy. It's in L.A. Why didn't you go out there? I was working. That's not an excuse. You, you were working the entire time the tournament was going on. You could have gone out there for a couple hours, hung out with Tiger. Well, that would have been uh, Thursday Tiger and fin- Friday. Where did Tiger finish? Uh, Tiger did- missed the cut at six over par. He missed it by four strokes. What was he doing this weekend? Uh, probably flying home to Florida where he will play next week in the Honda Open. I don't think he was flying home. I bet he was probably hanging out in, like, uh, West Hollywood. The NBA All-Star game was in L.A. this weekend. I bet you Tiger was partying it up, having a wonderful time. How about that? So you're saying Tiger Woods was with Jimmy Butler? I don't, I'm don't. i not saying that at all. I'm just saying he was hanging out, having a wonderful time. He was in Malibu. Nobu. You ever been to Nobu? You ever been there? Nobu? Sure. Yeah. No? Malibu. Yeah. Hey, it's, uh, it's Tiger. Look at the... Prices on the menu at Nobu. If you got to look at the prices, you shouldn't be at Nobu. No, you should look at the prices, Ralph, because you work in radio. So, you you know, it'd be a little tough for you to go to Nobu. I am a broadcast professional. Yes, you are. All right. So, the Ben Maller Show, we're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. The jockocracy of it all. There is a bidding war going on right now, according to the uh, the gossip pages we learned over the weekend. The bidding war, ESPN and Fox are both trying to woo a former athlete to become their lead analyst. You want to take a guess which athlete? Go ahead. Take a guess. Let's see here. That's right. That's right. He was involved in a scandal at the University of Tennessee in the locker room. He then played for the Indianapolis Colts and visited the Geyer Clinic. His wife had HGH sent to the family home. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Here's what we know about Peyton Manning. Now, Fox has the Thursday night TV package. Prime time. Thursday night NFL games. Biggest game of the week, unless it's not. Uh, ESPN, they're still trying to shove Monday night football down all our throats. And they're trying to replace John Gruden. So, at this moment, the wooing process is going on. You have Fox executives and ESPN executives allegedly trying to give a Jedi mind trick to Peyton Manning to convince him to come work for their network. It's Peyton. It's Peyton on Sunday morning. And uh, keep in mind, keep in mind, Peyton Manning uh, will likely be terrible as a broadcaster, but that will not matter. Uh, it goes back, there's a, an old sportscaster from before we were all alive named Howard Cosell. Speaking of sport, and Howard Cosell used to rant about the jockocracy in television. And this is a perfect example. Cosell's been dead for a million years, 
But even in his death, uh, this still continues here. Former athletes are hired as network sports announcers, not on merit as a broadcaster, but simply because they are ex-athletes. In the case of Peyton Manning, he's a celebrity. And these guys are fawned over by network television executives, regardless of how good, or in the case of Peyton Manning, likely how bad, they will be as broadcasters. It does not matter. The this, this cycle, there's no end in sight to the cycle. Uh, you're partly to blame for this also because uh, you watch this crap and put up with it, but it's just brutal. Peyton Manning, really? How painful is that going to be? He's going to end up at one of these places, and it's going to be very painful. All right, it's the Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox. Let's say hi to Jay real quick in Maryland, and then we will get to the Insta advice line. What's going on, Jay? Joe, what's up? Hey, Jay, talk to me, Jay. What you got? Hey, I uh, miss you from the Blitz. What's going on? I love that show. This is like a delayed reaction. The Blitz has been off the air for like three years now. What happened? Oh, I know. We lost station down here. Oh, yeah. I lost the gig. Uh, I don't know. They, they made changes, but that's fine. You know, I still have a job here in the overnight, but uh, they made other decisions. Yeah. They want to have, uh, speaking of jockocracy, there's some former athletes and stuff that do shows, and that's fine. It's good for them. All right. I, I think you and Tom should get back together. It was great for, great for everyone. Well, not for everyone. It was not for me. It was not, it was not yeah. great. For, I had to put up with him, and he would eat the most disgusting things. I, when I started that show, I used to drink orange juice. Every morning, I would have a big glass of orange juice, and he wore me down, Jay. Looney wore me down so much, I stopped drinking orange juice because he used to say, drink, uh, eat the orange, don't drink the juice. He used to bitch at me every time I would come in here. And, uh, well, that's how his voice got that way because he ate oranges. He didn't drink the juice. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting voice, not like yeah. that. You know, Jay, you can hear Fox Sports Radio on, uh, you can hear it on iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Channel 83, and there's a bunch of different ways you can hear Fox Sports Radio. Did you know that, Jay? Uh, I did not, know. Yeah, yeah, iHeart, you get the iHeartRadio app on your smartphone, or Sirius Satellite Radio, Channel 83, that's two two of the leading ways to get it. So. Uh, one, one more thing. Uh-oh. What I don't. Uh, this weed man hippie guy is—he's uh, a retard. What can I say? I mean, the, the man. <laughs> I don't know the that man, you. I don't know that you can say that. Actually, I don't think that's. A, all right. I'm th- sorry. Yeah. The man. The man comes on and he, he repeats the same thing all the time. We, we need some sports takes over here. Uh, we, exactly. We need some sports takes over here. What's wrong with you, a weed man? What's wrong with you? Can you give me a sports take, weed man? LeBron James is going to win the NBA championship. Really? All right. Yeah. Coop says he's hanging up on weed men right now. He's going to hang up on them. He's blowing them up. We've reached our weed man quota. We've reached our quota of weed men. We're good. For the I whole, don't want to discuss that. For the whole week. That's none of my business. Yeah. All right. Don't play that. Uh, the Insta Advice Line, unscreened radio. We get to that next. Known as the most unique show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination on the social network. Like our page, at Ben Maller Show on Facebook. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here's Ben Maller. Let's not waste any time. We we jump right in here. We'll do a belly whopper, a face plant, you name it. Here we go. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell? 
hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. Think of this as verbal ice dancing. It is the always popular Insta advice line, unscreened radio. Who needs our advice this week on the Insta advice line? Well, some weeks are hard. Some weeks are easy. This would be an easy one. Watch the NBA All-Star game. There's one guy that did not play who was on the All-Star team, did not play. His name, the butler, Jimmy Butler. Now, he claimed, Jimmy Butler, that he didn't play in the All-Star game because he was tired. He wanted to rest up for the second half of the season. No one believes him. There's uh, internet reports out that he was hung over, and that's why he didn't play. So your advice to Minnesota Timberwolves star Jimmy Butler. Advice to Jimmy Butler on, uh, let's assume possibly that's true, that he was boozed up. How to better hold your liquor. Advice to Jimmy Butler. You're live on the air when you hear my voice. Hello, line one. Line one's not there. Line two, you're next. Advice to Jimmy Butler. Line number two. Is Looney's mic actually hot? Uh, line three, you're on the air. Advice, please, to Jimmy Butler. Line three. Uh, yes, Ben. I would look Jimmy Butler square in the eye and say, you hang up on yourself, Ben Maller. You hang up on yourself, Ben Maller. <laughs> the highlight of my week. Line four, you're next. We're giving advice to Jimmy Butler, the all-star who didn't play in the all-star game. He said he was tired. Reports uh-huh. on the internet say he was hung over. It's real talk. Oh, real talk again. He calls it yes, again. Sir. No one else hey. apparently wants to call. Yes. Hey, Ben, I do what LeVar Ball tells me to do. It's four simple words. All right. Uh, line five. We got to move fast. Line five. Your now advice. went up to three billion. That's right. Advice to Jimmy Butler. Line five. You got to smoke while we Okay, thank you. Line six, you're on the air. 877-99 on Fox. Let's get some new voices. Line six, hello. He was tired. He was with my Bella. All right. That's not a new voice, you loser. You know? Go back to jail, Angry Bill. Line one, hello. Spend a couple hours at Waffle House. All right. What the hell was that? Line two, you're on the air. We're giving advice to Jimmy Butler. Line two. Go out. Drink with Bill Miller. Yes, that's right. Bill Miller knows where all the great watering holes in the speakeasies are in L.A. Hello, line three. Real talk sucks. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, all right. Rack him. Line four, you're on the air. Go. Yeah, don't play with your tally whacker so much. All right, thank you for that. Line five, you're on the air. We're giving advice to Jimmy Butler. He did not play in the All-Star game. He said it was his choice. Others saying he was hung over. Line five. Consider an IV pack before bed. Yeah. It's a veteran move, the IV pack. Solid move. Line six, hello. Yes, he and Mike Wallace should both drink more Ovaltine. Yes, <laughs> Ovaltine is the key to a happy life. Uh, line one, that is you. I see that all lit up bright red. Line one, you're on the air. Advice to Jimmy Butler. Yeah, my advice, Ben, is uh, don't be a hater like Ralph Irvin with the knee. Yeah, Ralph is a hater. He's drinking that haterade over there. Boo! Boo! Line two, you're on the air. Advice to Jimmy Butler. Hey, Ben, it's the ghost of Jimmy Ray from Tampa Bay. Oh, no, I'm being haunted by the ghost of Jimmy Ray from Tampa Bay. No! I'm, I'm sitting here with 
I'm sitting here with one of your old friends, Ginny from Medford. Oh, my God. They're all together on the other side. She, They've crossed over. Well she, well, she can't come to the phone right now because she's kind of busy. You know what I mean? All right, you jerk. Line three, hello. Take a knee, my ass. Okay, thank you for that. Take a knee, my ass. When's the last time a woman called the instant advice line other than occasionally Tammy in Montana? It's been at least, like, two years, I think. Maybe. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Line four, hello. Hi, Ben. This is Betty. I'm a female caller. All right. Hey. Thank, thank you, Betty. Very sexy. Line uh, line five, you're uh, on the air. I like to wrestle with men. Hello, line five. Click a link that in the ball. All right. I don't know what that was. Line six, go. Smoke with weed. All right. Smoke with weed, man, hippie. We got it. Line one, you're on the air. Hello. Well, it's the third time on. Mary. All right. Not anymore. Line two, hello. Bella's pregnant. Bella's pregnant. Are you the father? All right. Line three, hello. I teach him the Maller maneuver. Yeah, that's a poor effort. Okay, thank you for that. We'll do one more and only one more. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame the Koopa Loop. Final call, instant advice line. Koopa Loop, go. Line number five, final advice for Jimmy Butler. Go ahead, line five. Uh, yes, Ben. I, I think he should get blocked by the late, great Bill Shatner. There it is. The Insta advice line for Jimmy Butler. I think we can all have a drink to that. Yes? All right. Well, the New York Mets have gone from dipping their toe in the water to doing a full-on dive into the deep end with Tim Tebow. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We'll get to the NBA All-Star festivities in a moment. We begin with a story that is developing over the weekend. Spring training camps all over Florida and Arizona, fully operational, brimming with optimism. Most of that optimism is counterfeit. Uh, take, for example, the bill of goods being sold in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Now, I've been to Port St. Lucie, Florida before, back when the Dodgers trained in Florida. I remember going to a Mets a Dodgers game in Port St. Lucie, and uh, not much going on. At least at that time, not much going on in Port St. Lucie, Florida. But the buzz is back in the air. That is where you were going to find Tim Tebow. He was given one of 15 non-roster invitee spots that allows him to work out in the Metropolitan's big league camp over the next six weeks. He is a big league baseball player in spring training. And considering Tim Tebow's general lack of success... You saw him play in the minor leagues last year. The eyebrows have been raised. So, what's the Mets' position on this? Well, have you been paying attention? Sandy Alderson, the big cheese of the Mets, the general manager, although I don't think he actually has that title. I think he's like the president of baseball operations. Whatever it is, Sandy Alderson, longtime baseball man, loyal servant of the commissioner's office. Uh, did you hear what he had to say? If you missed it, we've got the audio tape. Sandy Alderson making a declaration that Tim Tebow, he's very happy with the way that Tim Tebow has improved his game. 
We're very pleased with his progress so far. This experiment on his part has evolved from when it first started, and we signed him uh, into something, I think, much more meaningful with somewhat greater expectations. All right, so that was the beginning. But wait, there's more. Uh, here's uh, Sandy Allison pointing out that this uh, there, there is a, a shelf life to Tim Tebow and the Mets. Some people say, well, gee, why is he in Major League Camp? I think realistically, given his age, given where he started, he and we need to try and accelerate the process. Accelerate the process. That's what we try to do here, accelerate the process. But wait, there's more. Uh, here's a Sandy Allison pointing out that there is an end game, and it involves the big city and the bright lights of New York City. This experiment, if you will, is not going to last forever, but he's made meaningful progress. We thought he would best benefit from being in Major League Camp, that that would accelerate his development rather than, you know, falling back on protocol. Yeah. And uh, Allison did say that he thinks that Tebow will end up in the major leagues. He thinks he'll end up in the major leagues. You know, somebody asked me whether I think he'll be a major league player at some point. I think he will play in the major leagues. That's my guess. That's my hope. And to some extent now, after a year and a half, a modest expectation. (laughs) Modest expectation. All right, so that's Sandy Alderson. And before, I want to do it. Do it. I don't know if a deep dive is the right term, but I want to talk about this some more here. Let's hear from Tim Tebow, his side of the story because Tebow always selling optimism, always selling excitement here, and he's fired up about how much better he is now. I think I've made a lot of strides, you know, playing really? first season in 12 years and then having an opportunity to like take a step back, look at everything I need to work on, and then setting a plan of everything. And that's what I've done for the last five months. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, but you've been doing TV too. Uh, here's more from Tebow here, and he talks about the big league roster, the possibility of actually making the Mets roster. That's something that I'll be working for, um, <laughs> but I can't focus on that now. It has to be about being the best teammate, best player, and the best learner that I can be, Can you know, consistently learning and improving every day. And he goes right back into that bag of cliches. The, the key part of this story is what the Mets executive said. Fawning, I'm so excited. I know. Fawning all over Tim Tebow's hard work and – and as you heard there, he said, given his age, the Mets need to accelerate the process. So the question is, how should the other players that are actually on the Mets roster feel about this particular story with Tim Tebow? If you're on the Mets, if you're employed by the Mets and this story pops up, my viewpoint on this, you've got priorities, entertainment business, and blame Bernie. And I will bind all of these together. In a classic Maller mashup. Now, first of all, it is clear that the Mets front office is trying its best to take advantage of the cash cow. Now, you know, and I know, and everybody knows what the cash cow is. His name's Tebow. It's branded with Tebow on it. And if the priorities are simply to win baseball games, then Tim Tebow has no business even sniffing New York Mets spring training camp. Uh, Every man, woman, and child knows that's the case. Tim Tebow is a crossover athlete. What what that means is he can help the Mets move a pile of overpriced T-shirts, hats, and other knickknacks that that have his name on. Uh, Things can get rather monotonous in the Grapefruit League, especially in Port St. Lucie. So Tim Tebow, when he arrives, he brings the marching band, 
He brings the cheerleaders with him. Uh, you will have more juice in Mets spring training games when Tim Tebow is playing, even as a Ooh. non-roster invitee. That's the sound of what the cash cow sounds like right there. Now, secondly, Tim Tebow is 30 years old, right? He's, I mean, my God, he's, he's, he's an old man, Tim Tebow. How dare you? Who do you think you are, Tim Tebow? Not quite old enough to be president. He's got to wait till 2022 to be president. Uh, but Tim Tebow's 30. So he's past the age of being a top minor league player. Last year, playing for the Columbia Fireflies in the Sally League and the St. Lucie Mets in the Florida State League, he combined. Who? This, that's the Sally League and the Florida State League. He combined to hit 226 with a 347 slugging and a 656 OPS. So what the hell's going on here? In the Mets organization, the Metropolitans, Tim Tebow is the highest-rated player they have in their minor league system in one area, and it's a very important area. It's known as marketing, right? No minor league player is as good at marketing as Tim Tebow. He has a cult-like following, and that translates into straight cash homie. It's not just my opinion. That is the opinion of Sandy Alderson, the guy that you heard at the beginning of this Maller monologue, because I, I recommend you go to Google and go to Google and go back to last summer in a moment of clarity, in a moment of honesty, Alderson, the big kahuna with the Mets, revealed the Mets' wicked plans. He announced that Tim Tebow was signed because Two reasons. He's a good guy and a celebrity. And Sandy Alderson last summer said, quote, this is an entertainment business. We talked about it on the show. Sandy Alderson's quotes about Tim Tebow being a Met, the Mets big boss of baseball maneuvering. He added that the scout who is listed as the one for Tim, for Tebow's uh, showcase, that, that remember that workout he had in L.A. and all that? The scout that the Mets used uh, is is listed as the director of merchandising. <laughs> that's what the that's what the Mets listed this guy as. Now the final word here: the Mets have a two pronged plan for Tim Tebow. Right now, he's being used as a sideshow to move merchandise and spice up spring training. That's part one of the two prong attack. When the Mets fall out of the race. And they will fall out of the race. It's a matter of when, not if. At that moment, Tim Tebow then becomes a valuable asset. That's the second prong in the two-prong attack. To get fannies into the seats. As long as Tim Tebow doesn't drown in the minor leagues. He's got to show something. He's got to show something. He's going to end up playing Major League Baseball by the end of the 2018 regular season. It is the perfect storm. It's the perfect storm for Tim Tebow. Now, the question is, will the jaded New York baseball fan fall into the rat trap? Like The New York consumer are people from Long Island and from Brooklyn and from down in New Jersey. Are they going to cross over? People in Connecticut going to drive down to watch a Mets game just to see Tim Tebow play the outfield. Does he have that following in the New York metropolitan area? But the reason all of this is taking place, you can blame Bernie. Blame Bernie, as the line goes. 
And that's the one great Bernie Madoff, right? Remember Fred Wilpon and Sal Katz, the Mets owners there, they lost in the ballpark of $500 million that they had invested that vanished with Bernie Madoff in the Ponzi scheme. When that collapsed, when that went kaput, the Mets ownership group lost $500 million. But wait, there's more. Now, Madoff was a regular at Mets games. The Mets owners had taken out loans using Bernie Madoff investments as collateral. So they were left having to pay off the debt. So even if the $500 million was not the issue, which it is, the debt is the other problem. So Tim Tebow is being used to help recover money lost in the Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme by the Mets ownership group. That's what this is about. They feel like they can sell some tickets at the end of the year, make some more money, and move some more merchandise and make a bigger chunk of profits on that. It's the Ben Maller Show. If you want to talk about any of that, you are more than welcome. The number has not changed. We've reopened the phone lines. There's a bunch of lines open right now. You can sneak in here at 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. The All-Star Game in the NBA. Here's what you need to know about the All-Star Game. Uh, Something called Team LeBron won the All-Star Game, and LeBron James was the MVP. That is like the third story on my list of of things that stand out about the All-Star Game. Now, this is my board, my big board of things that I will remember from the All-Star Game. Number one is Kevin Hart drowning in a 45-minute pregame extravaganza that had every disaster you could possibly want, every bad... Thing they say about entertainment. You had Kevin Hart telling jokes that weren't being received very well. You had Rob Riggle, who was his wingman. Uh, Queen Latifah was part of this hot mess. Adam Devine. You had Jamie Foxx as the cowboy rapper. I mean, it had a little bit of everything. It was a hot mess. Uh, and then they went to the national anthem. No one will remember the Canadian anthem, but that's this is Fergie. That's Fergie. From last night. night. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Ah, make it stop. Make it stop. My thoughts, though, again, it was so bad it was memorable. I'll remember all of that more than I'll remember the All-Star game itself. So bad it was good. That national anthem by Fergie, while it was terrible, it was not Roseanne Barr. She, uh, Roseanne Barr bad. She didn't grab her crotch. That didn't happen. It wasn't as bad as Carl Lewis. Let's play some basketball! That's the drop that we'll remember. That's Fergie at the end. She got very excited. Let's play some basketball. She was excited about that. But that drop's not going to last as long as Carl Lewis, right? I mean, Carl Lewis, there's a drop that we play on this show. It's from 1993. The NBA uh, NBA game, Bulls and Nets in Jersey. And a lot of people don't know where this drop comes from, but it's from Carl Lewis singing the National Anthem. And this was Michael Jordan's Chicago Bulls against the Nets back. Was that the Derek Coleman Nets? I think it might have been the Derek Coleman Nets of that era. And, and we have a drop that we play on the show that's from that National Anthem. And the Rockets. Red Uh-oh. 
<laughs> that's not great. It's uh, like every time I hear that, I think that's Danny G playing that drop in the national anthem. That's actually from Carl Lewis. I love to revisit this stuff because you forget you forget where these drops come from. We we need to re-examine these things every once in a while. Uh oh, <laughs> that's that's Carl Lewis. That's great. All right, it, it's uh, the Ben Mouser. and the other thing from the NBA All Star Game, which is. I like it because I enjoy a good conspiracy from time to time. Jimmy Butler of the Minnesota Timberwolves did not play in the All-Star game. He claimed he didn't play in the All-Star game because he was tired and he wanted to rest up for the second half of the season. Even though the NBA like extended the All-Star break so the players get plenty of rest, there's conspiracy theories out there. The Bleacher Report, someone from the Bleacher Report reporting that Jimmy Butler was actually hung over too much partying. The L.A. nightlife got to him. I guess you can call that the L.A. flu, the L.A. flu, the Hollywood Hills flu, the Beverly Hills flu, uh, whatever you want to call it, and it got to Jimmy Butler. Uh, and Now, we have no proof that Jimmy Butler was inebriated. Uh, we have no proof he wasn't inebriated either, so I kind of I want to go with it. Uh, let's see. Edmund's away. It's a corporate holiday, so Eddie's a corporate Eddie. He's not here. We have ah! in his place Ralphie Boy, who continues to be the talk of social media. Absolutely. Everyone, Commenting, Take a knee. Uh, not, in a good, not in a good way. Uh, they're just killing you here. They're ripping you apart. I don't think so. No, they are. They uh, they are just destroying you. I question your translation. Yeah, no, I'm I'm reading them right now. They're just they're just attacking you. Nonstop. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh oh. The spirit of Aloha is strong with the Malheur Militia. What the hell's that? What does what that mean? I'm not some kind of nut licker here. Hmm? Well. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Ralph, are you like Fergie now? What's going on with you? Everything everything okay over there? I haven't screwed up the national anthem yet tonight. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Ralph. If a if professional golfer is in a car accident and one of the other cars involved in the accident is a Hollywood actor, would that be newsworthy? Yes, yeah. it was newsworthy the, earlier this week. Not on Fox Sports Radio. Eddie Garcia said that was not a story. He said that was not a newsworthy story. You believe that, Ralph? Well, there was a hockey game going on somewhere, I suppose. Probably so. Probably the Penguins were playing somewhere. Unbelievable. Anyway, I'm glad. See, Ralph, at least you have the news sense to know when something's a story. I like that. All right, eight, you can join us. 877-99 on Fox. By the way, Coop agreed with him it wasn't a story. They, they double-teamed that. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. You can be part of the festivities. Demolition Derby. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Simply follow Ben on Twitter, at Ben Maller. Now let's go to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. There he is, Big Ben Maller. We'll get to the demolition derby. What the hell's going on here? I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is the same trash that's in here is going to be in here when I come back tomorrow. So all, that's all I know because they don't clean up the trash here. It's President's Day. We should leave it out in the courtyards. What we should do? We should have a revolt. We'll have a rebellion. We'll just take the big trash bag out here. We'll put garbage. It the, yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll take the garbage out. We'll get to demolition derby here in a little bit. And right now, though, let's go to the phones. And Corn Dog is on the Ben Maller show on Fox. I was a big fan of Corn Dogs back in the day. What's going on, Corn Dog? 
Ben Maller, how are you? Happy President's Day. If I was any better, I'd be a turkey, but not a turkey dog, because those those don't taste as good as corn dogs. Yes, you got that right. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I just wanted to wish you a happy President's Day. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, now, my favorite president is William Howard Taft. He's the oh. last president to own a presidential cow and the first president to own a presidential automobile. Jamming. And he's the last and, and really the only really fat president. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, who's your greatest information? Who's your Who's your favorite president? Radio. What's your favorite president? Corn dog. Oh. Oh God, I don't know. Polk. <laughs> <laughs> you just you have no. You just threw that out there. You have no. Polka, polka, because he liked the polka, I guess. Now, do they still have polka formatted radio stations in the great state of Wisconsin? Uh, I I bet they do up up north there. Hey. Hey. But not not that I would know, because I'm down in the city, in the big city around Milwaukee. No, I understand. Hey. Yeah, I used to when I, I haven't been in Wisconsin. My brother lives in Appleton, so probably where where he lives is probably like a polka station. The Rockin' Apple. Rockin', uh, yeah, polka, K polka or W polka, whatever it is. Yeah, I got you. All right, thank you, Corn Dog. Very nice of you to check in. You have nothing to say, but I appreciate that. You just wanted to say hello. There you go. Very nice. Absolutely. Do you know George Washington's teeth were made from elephant and walrus tusks? How about that? Not wood. Very nice. He had a, a mouth from a walrus. George Washington. That's true. I read it on the internet. It must be true. Yeah. You know who the Kevin Hart of presidents was? Who do you think the Kevin Hart of presidents was? Uh, that would be James Madison. The smallest president. He was five foot four. He weighed. They said he weighed under hundred pounds. You want to hear something about Andrew Jackson? Yeah, of course. Do, do, I love presidential <laughs> fun facts. I live for presidential fun facts. Do you have a bill with Andrew Jackson on it? Uh, well, Let I'm, me hold it. Yeah. Sorry. All right, all right. Yeah. You want to hold it? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Get out of here. How dare you? Let's see here. Yeah, no! Any other pro- Ralph? Do you have any presidential fun facts, Ralph? Nope. All right, thank you for contributing to the show. Let's go to Mike in San Diego, who's on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Mike. How's it going, man? Mike, have you run out to get your Eric Hosmer replica Padre jersey? Not at all. San okay. Francisco fan from the Bay. No, I know that, but but I was trying to make conversation and small talk because that's big news. Eric Hosmer's a Padre. Hey, they help me out. I'm gonna take the over for the season win total. So. That's a sucker bet. Don't bet the over on that. Well, I'm telling you, they're going to go over. No, they're not. That's a lot. Just like you, I'm related to Nostradamus. Yeah. I was out here, you know, puffing the greens, <laughs> Chiba, sitting here meditating. Heard you talking about the whole <laughs> New York Mets picking him up. Yeah. Not only will they have Tebow on their team, he will be a starter on opening day. Oh, there's no question. Lizzie's done in the world, he said. How much of that stuff were you smoking before you came up to that conclusion? Oh, just a little bit. It's the more of the meditation, connecting with the inner spirit and the third eye and open up all the chakras. Yeah. And also, Ben, you want to make some quick money tomorrow? Take the Oakland Golden Grizzlies minus five and a half over the IUPUI Jaguars. So you want me to bet on an Oakland IUPUI game? Is that what you said? Who? I'm telling you, easy money. All right. What's the line on the game? Five and a half. 
but I have an F5. I got it early before they added that half point. All right. Write that down. I'm telling you, I'll talk to you tomorrow about that too, Ben. All right. Who do you, you, I'll call back No, no, in. hold on a second. You, just for the guys driving around who weren't paying attention, you say take IUPUI? Is that who you said? No, no, take Oakland. Oh, Oakland. Oakland. Oakland, Golden Grizzlies. Minus the five. Over, minus the five. Well, uh, it's going to be a five and a half for most people now. Okay. All right. When you lose, I'll come beat you up. I'm telling you. I'll uh, talk to I'm you gonna, tomorrow. I'm going to take a I'll give, you, I'm a, take I'll give a, you another pick I'm, after this I'm one gonna wins. Take, I'll I'm give gonna you another pick tomorrow. All right. Thank you. There was a guy years ago, one of the, the great memories I have of radio. Uh, this guy, Vinny, from Boston, who called up years ago, many, many years ago. And Vinny was one of my regulars. He, I loved Vinny. He was great. I actually went and met Vinny and a bunch of the guys in East Boston. Vinny called me up at the end of a baseball season. The Pirates were terrible. They sucked out loud, and the St. Louis Cardinals were really good at this time. And Vinny said he had inside information that the Pirates were going to sweep the Cardinals in a three-game series. He told me to load up on the Pittsburgh Pirates, and I said, you are a loser. There's no way, Vinny. He said, listen, don't question me. I have inside information. And as God is my witness, the Pittsburgh Pirates with a horrible baseball team, a team of players, I don't even remember who these guys were. I didn't know who they were at the time swept the St. Louis Cardinals in the most dramatic, most amazing way imaginable. And it, I, it convinced me, to my dying day, I will, I will believe that that series was fixed. Uh-oh. Yeah. You know who, we're, we're mixing in presidential fun facts because that's how we roll. Do you know who the only United States president was that had a, a license to be a bartender? This should be an easy one. The only U.S. president who was also a licensed bartender. Everyone that listens to the Ben Maller Show should know this. That would be Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, back in the day, the only U.S. president, also a licensed bartender. He was the co-owner of the Barry and Lincoln Saloon in Springfield, Illinois. It's where I always go when I'm in Springfield, Illinois, for a couple of shots. We'll get to coach, player, entertainer, and the demolition derby. We'll get to all that. But right now, look at that. Ralphie boy, Ralph Irvin is here, and he will give you the latest. Ralph? Well, thank you very much, Ben. At the NBA All-Star Game, Team LeBron, a 148-145 win over Stephon Curry, Steph's Curry's. Try that again? Yeah. Let's start from the top. Team LeBron beat Steph Curry's team at the All-Star game. There you go. Way to sell it. 148-145. LeBron You know James. what I love about you, Ralph? Enthusiasm. Yep. Enthusiasm. I can't Let's even try say that, that again, again, huh? Take two. Enthusiasm. And in three, two, one, LeBron yeah. James Wait a was... second. I, I got to step in here, yeah. guys. We Can we start the, over? We're going to do the whole thing. All right, right let's start over here. Uh, let's, oh, let's find out what's going on right now. Ralphie boy, Ralph Irvin. Ralph? Well, thank you very much, Ben, and an aloha, brother. We're not in Hawaii, stupid. Oh, yes, we are. Broadcasting live in Honolulu. And at the NBA All-Star Game in sunny Southern California, LeBron James and his team led their way to a 148-145 <laughs> win over Steph they Curry's. They did what? <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Ralph. It's a network radio show, Ralph. There's people, not many, but there right. are people listening to this, Ralph. Third time's always a charm. All you're, right. You're three, a radio professional. Two, one. Go ahead, Ben. All right. Let's uh, find out what's going on in the world of sports right now. Who better, who more dignified and more qualified, a wordsman 
Ralph Irvin. Ralph? NBA All-Star Game Sunday. LeBron James team. That's Team LeBron. One one forty eight one forty five over Steph Curry's squad. LeBron James, twenty nine points. He was named the game's MVP. Ralph, what was the mascot of Team LeBron? Uh, I believe it was somebody with rabbit ears because he hears everyone complaining about him. Okay, put you on the spot. That's what you get. Top twenty five action number nineteen. Wichita State is seventy six seventy two upset of number five Cincinnati. They pulled First- a shocker. They did pull a shocker. Yes, that's right. The end of a 39-game Bearcats home winning streak. Number 6, Purdue beats Penn State 76-73. Number 22, Michigan 74-62 over number 8, Ohio State. And number 12, Duke beats number 11, Clemson 66-57. Austin Dillon wins the Daytona 500. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience at the Olympics. The U.S. 5-0 winners over Finland. They advance to the gold medal game Thursday in Pyeongchang. They will face either Canada or the Olympic athletes from Russia. Those two will play at 7-10 a.m. Eastern today. All right, thank you for that in-depth reporting, Ralph. It's always the fourth take that's the best take. Clearly. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. I got to tell you, I watched the Daytona 500 on Fox. I saw my man, Chris Myers, from the Hollywood Hotel. Yeah, of course I did. It's the one NASCAR race I watch every year. I checked it out. Why? But I Because I, I, I am a man about town, Kubaloop. I'm not just a meat and potatoes sports fan. I don't mind. But I, I watched the NASCAR race, and I, I really had a – I had mixed emotions, and I'll tell you why. Because for years, one of my favorite bits on this show was which lap will Danica wreck in, right? It's Demolition Derby with Danica Patrick, and this was her final Daytona 500. At least they say her final Daytona 500. We'll see if that's actually the case. But if you had lap 102, you would have won the which lap will Danica reckon. I'm still upset with Bob Guerra because that weasel, Bob Guerra, he ruined that whole thing. We had we, you know, which lap will Danica reckon, and he was such a corporate chill that he was so paranoid about something really bad happening in a NASCAR accident that we had to get rid of the bit. But it was a wonderfully successful crossover into NASCAR. It was just great. And then I watched after the, the NASCAR race, after the event, the, the story, which I, I'm assuming this will be talked about a lot the next couple of days, you know, for those that talk about NASCAR-type things, the mainstream, the guy that finished in second place. Do you know who finished in second place? Uh, Ralph, you, you, know, you know Austin Dillon won, right? Did you hear about that, Austin Dillon won? Did you know that? Yeah, I just said it in the update. Thanks for no listening. No one was listening to that. Uh, but do you know who finished in second place? You want to take a guess? Who do you think finished in second place? I'm drawing a blank on the name. He's the first-time driver, drove the number 43 car for Richard Petty. Yeah. <sighs> oh, you're I'm, bad I'm, at this. Uh, Bubba Wallace is his name. Junior. No, Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace, he cried like a baby. He got on the stage there, and he cried like a baby. And he's the he's the first full-time African-American driver in the Cup Series since Wendell Scott back in the 70s, right? And it is Junior. But it's Bubba Wallace is his name. Yeah, Daryl Wallace Jr. Bubba Wallace is the name. Junior. 
Do we have the audio of him crying, by the way? Do we have that? Because it's always good when you play audio of guys crying. The editing department didn't put that in. What the hell were they doing back there? That was like the highlight, one of the highlights of the NASCAR race, the post-race festivities there. He had like a towel. He put a towel over his head. It's always great to hear people cry on the radio. Can you cry, Ralph? No? Yeah, I can cry. I'm, I'm physically yeah, you're, capable. You're capable. You're not feeling it right now. No. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Well, he went and he got all emotional. He started crying there. If the editing department had done their job, we would have had the audio, but we don't. Apparently not. Yes, they're right on top of the second place finisher in the Daytona 500. That's that's what everybody's asking for. I believe that will be the story, Koopaloop, that he cried here at the podium. I think that I know you're you have a great news sense, like you did last week with the the well, accident. NASCAR has to be think, a story uh, in general. So I know Koopaloop. You know, typical anything south of the Mason Dixit line doesn't exist. You don't. It's one of the biggest events of the year in sports. And because you don't care about it, Coop, you think most people don't care about it. Austin Dillon won. That's the story, and that's all the story. That's all the story. And no one else cares about the uh, the race. That's from Koopa Loop. That is your elite Hollywood liberal, Koopa Loop, right there. Let's go to Randy in Brentwood. Brandy, what's going on? Hey, I think we have a, a, a relationship between uh, Danica and Tebow. And they're they're, they're both uh, sort of crossover uh, athletes. I thought that was think? I thought that was Aaron Rodgers who was there <laughs> at the NASCAR. Well, race, him and I don't know what Aaron. her relationship with Aaron is these days, but you know she went from open wheel to uh, to NASCAR. Yeah. And Tebow's trying to go from football to uh, to baseball, and they're both just promoters. But I have a question for your uh, yeah. For your research department. <clears throat> oh, we have quite the research department. Yes, we <laughs> well, are. I know, and and of yeah. course, it's a slow day here on President's Day. And by the way, Howard Taft's chair is at the Mission Inn. Really? In Riverside? No way. Are you serious? Yeah, they specially yeah. made it for a three hundred pound guy yeah. to come out and visit the Mission Inn. So, if you want to visit his chair where he actually sat, so I have to go to I have to go to Riverside to see his chair. Yeah, yeah. maybe I will. Yeah. Well, they had a thing called the balloon route back in the day where the train would take you all the way out there. You'd visit Santa Monica, and then you'd go to the mountains over in Pasadena, and then you'd go out to the yeah. um, Mission Inn, and yeah, that was thing. Wow. But I, my knew? question for yes. your research Yes, all right, for the crack research department of the Ben Maller Show. Yeah, is um, I was doing a little investigation on your uh, on the crash that you reported down there on Chautauqua. You know, with Bill Haas. Yes, Bill and, Haas. And, yes, the from last week, which was not a story, according to some people I work with. Every other news outfit well, reported it, on uh, it. What but, I'm trying to figure out is, I used to go to school with Gene Haas out at Northridge. Yeah. And uh, I'm just wondering whether or not Gene Haas, who is trying to get Danica into F1 uh, via old Bernie Ecclestone and that whole story. I'm very. I wonder if, is yeah. Bill Haas related to Gene Haas? <clears throat> okay, I don't know. Uh, well, are we gonna even? We're not looking that up, right? We're not. There's no. We're not gonna look that. Why? Just Google. Why don't you call somebody other than us about that? Thank you, thank you. Man. And at least we got the William Howard Taft chair being in Riverside, which I had no idea. Oh, that isn't funny. Yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> All right. We are on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller. You can be part of the festivities. Uh, let's see. Can't read on, that one on the air. 
Uh, Will says, why not watch the Daytona 500? I did watch the Daytona 500. All right, anyway, we'll get to coach, player, entertainer. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and give us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Here is Ben Maller. Now, I wish we had time to, to really break down this president uh, story out of the Philippines. Do you see this story out of the Philippines? This is great. We don't have time to get to it, but the president of the Philippines, uh, I just read this story here. He's asked the citizens of the Philippines to avoid using condoms because they aren't pleasurable. Uh, he, uh, it's just, just outstanding. Uh, but anyway, it's the Ben Maller Show. We're going to get to the game here in a moment. I, I guess say hello to Dick and Dayton real quick. Dick and Dayton. Hello, Dick and Dayton. Happy President's Day. Happy President's Day, Ben, from from Dick from Dayton. How you doing? Uh, it's an honor to speak to you, sir. And it's you're, you're, an honor to always talk to you. Your, you're a, your favorite president of all time is? My favorite president? Yeah. I like John Kennedy. You're a John Kennedy guy. I got yeah. you. The uh, Irish Catholic part of that is that is that why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Second favorite president? Uh, I'm trying to think who was All that. All right, this uh, is a, that's always everyone's. You get the Bush. first Bush, Bush, which one though? There's two: the dad or the son? The the dad. The dad. Okay, yeah, I got you. Oh, I got you. All right, everything good in your world. Call back tomorrow, Dick. We'll give you more time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I'm so happy about the bonus that, and then they're hiring the people with Lowe's uh, nationwide. This. Uh, this Wednesday, so life is good. Nice, I like to hear that. And, uh, and you know, you know I, I'm waiting for my bonus. I know that's going to come here at the company, but eventually, I'm glad you got your stick and date. Let's get to the game, though. Right now, here we go. Let's Ready? do it. Put on your thinking caps. Hi, my name is. What? Time to identify. My name is. What? Is it a coach, player, or entertainer? All right, we got Andrew in Fremont and Mike in Minnesota. What's going on, Andrew? Happy, happy happy President's Day. Very happy, yes. And Mike, are you there, Mike? I am here, man. Hello, Mike. Good to have you guys with us here. What do you do in Minnesota, Mike? I don't do anything. I'm retired. Oh, good. Okay. And Andrew doesn't do anything either, and he's in Fremont, (laughs) California. (laughs) What? I'm at Walmart. What What are you, Donald Duck? What the hell's going on with your phone? (laughs) I'm at Walmart. All right. Oh, my God. All right, well, the, the way this works, guys, I will read the name. You, It, it works one one in three categories. Uh, you have either coach, player, or entertainer, and it's that's the way it works here. Very simple. You know the drill. Here we go. Coach, player, entertainer. The first name up. Your name is your buzzer, gentlemen. You get six points if you can tell us the right category. You get an extra point if you can tell us exactly what the person is known for doing. Here we go. Gabe Kapler, coach, player, entertainer. Entertainer, Mike. Mike. Entertainer. Uh, that is, uh, no, that is incorrect. Gabe Kapler oh, is not no, an entertainer. No, the Kaplan, wrong. Yeah, he's uh, actually the manager of the, the Phillies. Phillies. Yes, yeah. of the Phillies. All right, next up for us, Sonny Gray, coach, player. <laughs> yes, Andrew, and your terrible phone. Andrew. Sonny Gray is a pitcher. Andrew, are you on speakerphone? Take it no. off speakerphone. All right. This is a network radio. What, what am I doing here? Why am I even here? What, 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 what is the point of this? I mean, I've got no help at all. I've got uh, 
People putting terrible people on. Phone reception sucks. Ben, you just want to read more presidential facts? Yeah, I think we should just read. You know what? This game's uh, terrible. Andrew, don't ever call again, all right? Uh, never call me again with that phone. Throw, Mike, I'm sorry you had to be party to this, Mike. I apologize, but you, you, it was not you, Mike. It was Andrew. You were okay. fine, Mike. You were great. You were one. Of, you were a wonderful contestant. You didn't know who Gabe Kapler is, but that's fine. Nobody knows no, who he is. That's just me. Man. Yeah, exactly. All right. Have a wonderful day today, Mike. Okay. Yeah, you too. Thanks, All right. Man. Be good. There it is. Uh, there he goes, Mike, in Minnesota. Another award-winning Ben Maller game show. Right there. Throw that away. Pathetic. Absolutely prophetic. Disgusting. That was a despicable performance is what it is. Horrible. Well, you want presidential fun facts. You've come to the right place. You've come to the right place for presidential fun facts. Did you know, did you know that Harry S. Truman, the S in Harry S. Truman, does not stand for anything? I've been to the Truman Museum in uh, in Missouri. Why does he have Outside it in Kansas his name, City. then? What? Why does he have it in his name if it doesn't stand for anything? There's no... It, it, it's a good... That's a good question. I don't have the answer to that. But the, it's the Harry S. Truman... That's why there's no period. You know, like your middle uh, initial is supposed yeah. to have the period after it? There's no... It's like Homer J. Simpson. Remember that episode of The Simpsons when they determined that the J was just J? That they thought it meant something else, but it didn't. Ralph, do you have any presidential fun facts? You know, Jimmy Carter was the first known president to go on record as seeing a UFO. Did you know that? Jimmy Carter is a cuckoo. He's also the first president. Here's a fun fact. Jimmy Carter was the first president to be born in a hospital. How about that? That's a very good one. Ralph was born in a spaceship out in the cosmos. Well, I was delivered via a spaceship. Is it true that your your father actually is Weed Man Hippie? Is that accurate? Uh, no, my father is Lincoln dead. Kennedy. Here's a good guy. Lincoln Kennedy warming up in the bullpen right now. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.